When you open your mind to psychic phenomena, you open your spirit to infinite possibility. Aloha and welcome shifters, light guardians, dreamers within this beautiful holographic matrix. Thank you for joining in once again for another one of our Paradigm Shift Central team podcasts, our Synergy Circles. Tonight, today's episode is going to be all about the spiritual phenomena, or sorry, the spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomena. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining in. My name is Mystic Spider-Man, Brendan Skull Babylon, Wolf Shield, welcoming you to another one of these other, another one of another other, what am I saying here? Another one of these other awesome opportunities for us to be able to come together as a community, to be able to practice talking about the things that we don't normally get a chance to talk about related to spirituality, metaphysics, consciousness, being able to help support each other and being able to help grow as a team of shifters, people who are actively helping assist with the shift in consciousness and being able to step into our real world spiritual superpowers and being able to help shift paradigms and change the world and spread love and just being able to help step into our full potential. And I'm joined once again by some fellow amazing members within our community, some of our leading members. So fellow leading members, go ahead and gently unmute your microphones, make some noise and send some love to all the amazing people who are tuned in tonight. Thank you so much, everyone. Awesome. Beautiful. Thank you again, everyone, so much for joining in as we get ready to be able to start things off here. We're just going to go into a bit of an introduction for those of you who may be brand new. For those of you on YouTube, do me a favor and drop an 11.11 in the chat just to be able to confirm that you guys can hear me okay. If the audio is a little bit out of sync, we get that fixed as we go along. So thank you for your patience and understanding. And what we're going to do here, we're just going to introduce some of the people who are joining us on air tonight, some of our fellow leading members. So again, my name is Brendan, Mystic Spider-Man. I've been here for quite some time and I'm back once again. I'm excited for you to be here as well. And we've got on going from my left to right, we've got Tim. So you can wave to the camera. There's Tim there. Well, thank you, Tim, for joining in. We have Abby. Abby joining in again. Thank you so much, Abby, for being here. We've got David, aka Fit Soul Wizard. Thank you, David, for coming back once again. And we've got Melissa as well. Welcome back, Melissa. Thank you so much for being here, aka Pisces. We have Samantha Rose Papperin joining us once again. There's Samantha there. Thank you, Samantha. And we have Casey as well, aka Lunar Moods. Thank you, Casey, for joining in. And we've got our other Casey. We've got Casey Lee joining in as well. Casey, thank you for joining in also. And we've got Kristen once back once again. Thank you, Kristen, so much for being here. And we've got Jolisa. We've got a big crowd tonight. Jolisa, thank you so much for being here as well. And we've got Zentia. Zentia, welcome back once again. And we've got Amanda here as well. Thank you and welcome back, Amanda. And we also have Kat, AKA Let Spirit Be Your Guide. Welcome and thank you so much, Kat, for being here. So again, with that said, for those of you who may be new, if it's your first time here, go ahead and drop a 333 in the comments. What we're gonna do, we're just gonna do a quick general introduction help you just get a bigger understanding of what it is we're creating here as a community. And then we'll get into a little bit of a meditation. And then we're going to get right into our discussion on the spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomena. So state the obvious, just as a little prelude, 
this is a topic that I'm really, really excited to be able to dive into. And if you haven't already yet, even go back and check out some of our past episodes, some of our past podcasts, and you will kind of find that every podcast that we do like leads into the next in some form. So the one that we did prior to this was all about the spiritual wisdom of alchemy, all about being able to help awaken the latent potential within our body, being able to help evolve into a higher version of who we can be. And so with this one, this topic, again, we'll get more into the details, but this is all about being able to really dive deep into what humans are really capable of and really being able to explore what consciousness is and just being able to get into some really cool topics related to telekinesis telepathy remote viewing astral projection esp and pk and all that good stuff so for those of you who are excited for being here thank you so much for joining in and again just as a quick introduction you can check out past episodes we're live here every thursday at 8 p.m eastern standard time you can find all the links for the creators featured on air in the youtube in the youtube info 12 hours after this broadcast airs live so if you're watching this live come back in 12 hours and you can make sure you can find all the links to all the creators featured here on air with us you can find us on spotify at paradigm shift radio and you can check out all the past episodes there as well and again you're welcome to join our discord server you can find the link through the youtube and again that's a professional space where we collaborate as a team and within this community we've created a specific a specific ability to be able to help support conscious media creators we built a team of conscious media creators hence the idea that a lot of the people that you're seeing on air tonight are conscious media creators or people you're probably following on tiktok and other media platforms and again this is us coming together as a team as a team of conscious creators and leaders and practicing having these discussions and sharing our wisdom from our heart of course, these broadcasts are made possible by part in part. Thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you haven't already yet, go ahead and check out the Patreon. That's where you can sign up with a monthly contribution, whether it's just purely to show your support, or if you want to be able to get involved further as a, community, as a member in the community, you can join as a leading member when you sign up at the $11 level on Patreon. And that's where you can join on air for these future podcasts, as well as get full access to our Discord server, where we get additional things to support you as a conscious media creator, such as our weekly collaborative work periods, joining on air for these podcasts, as I mentioned, access to me as your conscious media creation coach, access to discounts on items, lots of cool stuff. You can check out the info for that down below. And with that said, we are ready to be able to drop into a little bit of a meditation. So again, for those of you who are here for the first time, what we're going to do, we're just going to get ourselves into our heart space. We're going to focus on gratitude. These episodes, these meetings, these originated as as me doing meetups in my club and as a club in college back in the day. And then we started having these meetings down at a yoga studio in my town. And over the years, this project has evolved. We've been doing this for 10 years, like over 10 years, over 10 years, not just 10 years, over 10 years. And again, being able to help just practice holding space for us to be able to show up as sacred mirrors, for us to be able to show up as consciousness, to be able to help support each other. Literally, by tuning into this broadcast, like consciousness is expanding through us practicing showing up. So thank you again, everyone, for being here. And the intention here is that through you listening to this, it's a chance for you to like hang out with us. For it to be able to like charge your spiritual battery, for it to be able to open you up to new ideas, to more of your potential, to be able to help inspire you along your journey. So thank you again, every single person for being here and for not just listening, but for embodying and carrying this energy with you beyond this broadcast. So just as a little thing, if you're pretty new to spirituality, you're welcome to come back to this episode later. There may be some pretty out there ideas. So you guys know what's right for you in this moment. But again, if you're pretty new and you're just kind of like dabbling into stuff, this might be an episode where you get into later. But I think, again, a lot of the ideas here are really just going to help us kind of like see things uh, from a bigger perspective. And by the end of the episode, 
the objective will simply be to encourage you to think for yourself. But I know with a lot of the discussion, it will def definitely just kind of be us putting information on the table. And by the end of the episode, it will be up to you to decide is psychic phenomena real? We'll talk about it. So thank you again, everyone for being here. If you guys are excited, go ahead and drop an 1111 in the chat and let's get ready to drop into our little meditation. And then we'll get right into the discussion. I'll get into some topics right off the bat. Then we're going to pass it to Melissa and then we're going to pass it to Sam and then we're going to pass it to some other creators after that. So thank you again, everyone so much for being here and go ahead and get yourself ready for a little bit of uh, meditation as we get things started here. So for those of you on TikTok, go ahead and click the link in my profile to be able to join in on YouTube. So awesome. All right. So with that said, go ahead and get yourself nice and comfortable. <clears throat> and when you're ready, just allow yourself to gently just bring some relaxation into your body. And listening to my voice, when you're ready, gently close your eyes. Straighten up your spine, open up your chest, relax your face, and just begin connecting with your breath here. Soft, gentle inhales and soft, gentle exhales. Continuing to find this soft, gentle rhythm, just allowing yourself to come into this heart space, into this space of gratitude, feeling the excitement of us coming together here as a team, as a soul tribe, as a community. And as you are bringing your awareness to your heart space, just taking a moment to be able to reflect on gratitude, gratitude for yourself, for showing up, for listening to this, gratitude for the community, gratitude for the discussions and the wisdom we're here to share tonight. And with gratitude in your heart, just taking a moment to be able to imagine all of us sitting in a circle sitting in the sacred circle, and just taking a look around at the faces here and just connecting with this shared energy and just imagining all these faces, whether they be the people on air or again, even just anybody tuned in and just feeling their passion, their support and just honoring their journeys that have led them here and just expressing gratitude in your heart. So just gonna take a moment here. I'm gonna stop talking. And just imagine looking around at all these faces, all these members in the community. And again, you can imagine us like being sitting outside, sitting in a yoga studio, somewhere cozy, and just seeing all these faces. So just take a moment here to be able to reflect in gratitude as you just connect with your heart and with the heart of the team as well. So go ahead and just take a moment here within your own silence, within this moment of oneness. Go ahead. Gently just continuing to breathe here before we conclude this simple meditation, just to be able to help get us ready. Just take one more moment to be able to think of one phrase that you want to be able to communicate to everybody here, a phrase of inspiration, a phrase of motivation, a phrase of gratitude, maybe even something related to tonight's theme of psychic phenomena. What's one phrase that you want to be able to speak to the hearts of every single person that is here? Take one more moment and just reflect on that phrase. Go ahead and do that now and speak it with your heart.
Wonderful. Gently continuing to breathe here. We're going to bring this vibration with us throughout this broadcast, throughout this discussion. And just taking one more look around, seeing all these beautiful faces, feeling this love within your heart. We're going to continue to hold this image within our mind as we move through this discussion tonight. And slowly from here, gently bringing your awareness back to your physical body as you wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, and gently when you're ready, open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you again, everyone, for being here. For those of you on YouTube, go ahead and leave a comment down in the chat. What was your message that you had for everybody here today? Maybe again, maybe it was something related to, to today's theme. And and for me, my, my kind of message that came through was just basically this idea of like, remember that you that we are not separate. We are not separate. Like that was my message that, that kind of came through uh, today. So go ahead and leave those comments in the YouTube. And thank you again, everyone, as we get ready to be able to dive into this discussion. And again, for those of you on TikTok, go ahead and click the link in my profile to be able to join in on YouTube. And yeah, if you're ready to be able to dive into this, go ahead and drop a 777 in the chat. And here we go. So with that said, let's dive right into this. The spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomena. This is an incredibly exciting topic for us to be able to share and explore together as a team. And I've got a bunch of notes in front of me, so I'm just gonna do my best to be able to practice communicating some ideas. And then from there, we're gonna pass it to the next person, Melissa. And again, reminding us that as we come here as a team, that's, the, that's a big part of the intention is to literally practice talking about these ideas that we don't always get a chance to be able to talk about. So this is a big topic for us to be able to discover. So when we're talking about psychic phenomena, what does that mean? What are we talking about here? So for me to be able to practice communicating this and just be able to paint some sort of big picture, I'll just kind of talk about it from this way. What we identify as psychic phenomena is this idea of matters pertaining to the mind that are something that can be experienced but often beyond the measurable scope of science even though we are going to be able to talk about tonight how there are actually many psychic phenomena that are being measured something that is kind of beyond the paradigm something that is outside of our common understanding and so with the idea of psychic phenomena just to be able to like really just kind of dive right into some big ideas because i want to be able to do this to just really help us see the bigger picture of things for me, the reason why I want to be able to practice talking about psychic phenomena as a team is because I feel that this is a very important step within our conscious evolution. It's a step towards being able to understand more of what we are and also more of what we are capable of and ultimately our own self-empowerment in terms of how we can be able to interact with the world. This is one of the biggest ideas related to the spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomena that I'll literally hit upon right here at the start. Once you start diving into the psychic phenomena, the big thing is that it ultimately leads you back to this idea that we are not separate. I know I already said this, but we are not separate from the world around us between ourselves and the object that we are looking at. Like literally, it is this very, very potent idea that beyond what we identify as matter, everything that we see originates from the source of consciousness. So this is where we start getting into this idea that we are literally in an ocean of consciousness. 
and so consciousness literally is what happens first and then matter happens second so the physical world is literally a derivative of consciousness so to speak and so when we start exploring this we start getting into this idea that even though there are certain things that we may not be able to measure with scientific instruments there are still many aspects of energy that are happening perhaps beyond our measurable senses that are inevitably still a part of our direct experience. And so when we're talking about psychic phenomena, this is where we start getting into, just to be able to list some of the examples, again, the idea of premonition, the idea of telepathy, the idea of telekinesis, being able to interact with matter beyond physical touch, the idea of remote viewing, the idea of being able to see something within your mind at a distance. And so how, and, and again, in even potent synchronicity, how is any of this possible? The only way for it to be possible basically points back to the idea that beyond the physical matter, all of these things are connected as information, are connected as something that is that is a that is an essential part, a primordial part of who we are. So again, the physical is a product of consciousness and all is consciousness and consciousness is fundamental. Consciousness is outside of space and time. And then here we are kind of in this reality, in this experience, in this human body, but as consciousness, we inevitably are so much more. And so this is where we kind of start leaning towards this idea that your beliefs will structure your reality. So if you think that psychic phenomena isn't real, you probably will experience less, less of it. But once you start opening up your heart and your mind, you find that magical things will begin to happen. And this is just, I'll just hit upon a couple things here and then we'll pass it to Melissa because there's obviously a lot for us to be able to get into. One of the things that's really powerful is that say, for example, whether you're talking about spoon bending or you're talking about telekinesis, again, this idea of being able to see like feel the connection between yourself and the object and when you're trying to do this say for example one thing that they can do if you're trying to like move an object with your mind so say you take a glass container put it around an object and you're trying to move it with your mind it's a controlled condition but you're trying to move it with your intention you're trying to literally connect to the the molecular structure of whatever object it is that you're looking at this is a big 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 lesson here that reflects into the bigger aspect of our human experience if you try to carry an expectation of what you want that object to be able to do oftentimes you will find that that expectation which sometimes can often be sort of propagated by the ego will actually prevent the outcome from occurring however when you begin to sort of release the expectation and again begin to approach things from this place of a very heart-centered love you will find that magical things will happen when you release the expectation of trying to move something like with with like a, a linear concept with a linear intention it might not work but once you kind of just kind of like you know send that object love as corny as that may sound for starters and once you really just kind of connect to this idea that you and that object are one in the same then you begin to notice results then you begin to notice effects so this is where when we're talking about remote viewing when we're talking about spoon bending when we're talking about telekinesis when we're talking about telepathy one of the primordial one of the one of the base level aspects of this is the benefit of being able to kind of quiet the mind to kind of like remove the expectation to be kind of become one with the observation and then to just really be able to connect with things from a very heart-centered level the last thing I'll just say here, because again, this is something I don't really hear talked about related to psychic phenomena, but for me, it makes sense. 
Um, you guys have probably heard me talk about this idea of reverse time theory. And reverse time theory is basically this idea that the way we perceive time, um, so to speak, and I'm not going to get too much into this, is almost the backwards way in which time actually happens. So this is where you start getting into synchronicities. It's like the future ripples into the past. But my, mo my main point here is this idea where once you start getting into the spiritual concepts, you start opening up to this idea that the chakras, what we identify as the chakras, are actually energy portals that we use to receive non-local information. So the intuitive information, what we recognize as intuition, what we recognize as foresight, what we recognize as premonition, what we recognize even as inspiration, literally arrives to us through our chakras. Now, this isn't something that like for me, I didn't read this somewhere, but for me, it just kind of makes sense. Maybe it makes sense for you. But once you start kind of connecting in this, you start to realize the whole benefit of meditation and becoming aware of your chakras is also you developing this ability to be able to become more in tune with the non-local information that's all around you and to be able to begin connect with it when you are connected with your heart chakra for example you would theoretically be able to feel the emotions of somebody who is across from you we do this all the time but we don't really think of it as like a telepathic sort of thing we call it empathy but if you were to just kind of add a little bit of flair to it you could think of it literally as telepathy so you think about that idea if you're kind of closed off in your heart you might not really feel what somebody else is feeling but on a very applicable way that a lot of people would understand when you're very much in your heart and you're present with someone and you're not expecting them to say anything but you're very present you can feel what they're feeling you can almost hear what they're thinking and for again you know even for a lot of you who have probably experienced this in terms of relationships when you really start to get close with someone you will find that you will begin to kind of like harmonize your frequencies and you will begin to pick up on their thoughts you will you will hear things before they say things you will feel things before they happen sort of thing so this is where you start getting into this idea of again reverse time theory where it's like the future ripples into the present and we can kind of feel it and then when you're getting into the remote viewing it's this idea that everything is information and when we're meditating we're literally kind of tapping into the conscious field it's almost like a video game where we're tapping into the raw data and we can move non-locally beyond the physical realm to be able to access this data and we'll talk more about the remote viewing and everything uh, as we go so that's just kind of some things that i just wanted to be able to put a, put it out there to begin with this idea that you know these abilities are are natural within our human potential but they're something that we haven't fully explored but even though in the past it is something that in a lot of cases we have explored and in a lot of cases the psychic phenomena what we identify as psychic phenomena is actually a big part of in our history it would have even been an aspect of self-preservation you know if you were a creature in the woods or something like that and there was an animal chasing you your your premonition your intuition would actually help you survive literally so to speak so this isn't just something that just happened to pop up it's actually part of our like nature it's part of consciousness and again the last thing i'll just say here i apologize i know this is a lot but this is really really important this conversation is important because when you think about it how are humans fulfilled what fulfills us what fulfills us is understanding who we are. And so why this conversation is so riveting for so many people is because it's leading us closer towards a path of exploring that question of who are we and who we are, again, is consciousness is this raw non-local consciousness in this human form. And when we start opening ourselves to these experiences, they 
open up a, a sort of perception of magic where it's like, oh my goodness, what else is possible? So this little discussion is leading the way for a future. And if you really just won't even want to get things out there, think of all the, the star races or the, 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 the civilizations in the inner earth realms or other dimensions and stuff like that. You can guarantee they're tapped into these abilities. But here we are playing this role where we've kind of been in this amnesia but now we're uh, we're re-remembering these abilities and again this is a very exciting time for us as humans and regardless of it just being something that's fun this is something that's bringing us into more of our potential to be able to connect with ourselves the earth with each other and to be able to show up in a very powerful way to be able to help co-create this reality as dreamers awakening within this dream so it's almost like again through tapping into our telepathic and psychic phenomena abilities this is us like waking up as dreamers within this shared dream so to speak in the same sense of like a lucid dream so to speak so anyways thank you so much that's all i just want to be able to share for now there's obviously more i want to be able to get into if that resonates with you go ahead and drop an 11 11 in the chat and with that said melissa i'm going to pass it to you thank you guys again just for allowing me to just kind of get things rolling there melissa passing it over to you and then from there we'll pass it over to sam so melissa please feel free to introduce yourself and whatever it is you'd like to bring to the circle relative spiritualism of psychic phenomena go ahead melissa thank you so much uh my name is melissa known as pisces psyche on pretty much every platform except for Instagram, there is a Pisces 8 Psyche. And if you're interested in uh, what I do, you can find me on any of those platforms. For now, let's focus on Oracle stuff. I just want to say how amazing it is that back in ancient times, Oracles used to be a relied and known and regular part of political things and interactions like the kings that used to rely on oracles to make their decisions when they were under pressure they would turn to an oracle for example uh the king of lydia king croatius he relied heavily on the oracle of delphi her name she was a priestess known as the pythoness and to bring about her visions and her knowledge she would put herself under a spell by chewing on the laurel leaves and burning the laurel leaves and inhaling the fumes of these sacred laurel leaves. And I resonate so much. I just love that because when I am meditating and particularly have like a extremely vivid visions when I'm using incense or something like that. But when I get into a really great deep meditative state, I have visions of things that I want to draw and they become like really great art pieces that I like just personally really enjoy and I think that's just really really cool how that in ancient times the kings used to rely on oracles to make their decisions when they were under pressure and how personal pe people rely on oracles and psychics and palm readers and tarot readers to make decisions when they're under stress day that's just another form of divination and that leads me down to the smaller things that people don't realize is a form of prophecy. Like when you're worried about getting a, a, a really bad cavity and you feel something going on in your tooth, that's a premonition. And you make that appointment and you know you're going to see the dentist on a certain date. That's a prophecy. You know what's going to happen. You're stressed out about feeling some pain. You know you're going to have some pain that day that you see the dentist. That's a prediction. 
So that's what I wanted to go um, into and read about um, here from my book. I have this wonderful book that was published in 1985 and it's called Mysteries of the Unexplained. And it was put together by the Reader's Digest editors who really felt interested in going beyond the walls of time and going just really deep into psychic phenomena. I, I quote, cannot past, present, and future exist simultaneously? Must every effect be preceded by a cause? Cannot psychic energy make itself manifest in physically observable ways? It is questions like these that open the doorway to the vast and intriguing world of the unknown. The editors of the Reader's Digest recognize the fascination of such questions. So this book goes really deep into things like that. And I'll just read the chapter sections of this book are Beyond the Walls of Time, Unearthly Fates, Monsters and More, The Unquiet Sky, In the Realm of Miracles. So I absolutely just adore these few things and I wanted to share with you guys Mark Twain's dream. So I'll read to you now. In the late 1850s, young Mark Twain and his brother Henry worked together in the riverboats, then plying the Mississippi between St. Louis and New Orleans. One night during a stay at his sister's house in St. Louis, Twain had an unusually vivid dream. In it, he saw his brother's corpse lying in a metal coffin in his sister's sitting room. The coffin rested on two chairs. On a bouquet with a single crimson flower at its center had been placed on Henry's chest. Then Twain awoke. He was quite convinced that his brother had died and was lying in the sitting room. He dressed, thought of visiting the corpse, but decided to walk, take a walk first. He left the house and had gone half a block before he realized he had been dreaming. He then returned and told his sister of the dream. A few weeks later, Twain and his brother were together in New Orleans, but took different boats back to St. Louis. Henry's passage was on the Pennsylvania, whose boilers exploded not far from Memphis, killing many people. Henry was badly injured and taken in great pain to Memphis, where he died a few days later. Although most victims of the accident were buried in wooden coffins, a number of Memphis women moved by pity for the young men, raised the money to, to provide a metal coffin. Thus, Mark Twain came to say his last farewells to his brother. He found the body lying in a metal coffin, just as it had been in his dream. The bouquet, however, was missing. But as Twain stood beside the body, a woman entered the room and placed on Henry's chest a bouquet of white flowers, at its center a single white rose, from the Journal of American Psychical Research. 1970 and uh another short from the unexplained mysteries of mind space and time volume one issue six this is really short i love this story it's titled the warning that wasn't at five o'clock one morning in 1979 helen tillotson was awakened by an urgent knock on the door of her philadelphia apartment and the sound of her mother calling, Helen, are you there? Let me in. When she opened the door, her mother, who lived across the street, asked why Helen had been knocking on her door a few minutes earlier. Helen explained that she had gone to bed at 11 o'clock the night before and had not awakened until her mother's arrival. But I saw you. I spoke to you, 
Mrs. Tillotson said, insisting that Helen had told her to follow her back to her house and not ask any questions. Then they heard the explosion. A gas leak in Miss Tillotson's block had, had caused the blast. Her apartment was badly damaged. If she had been asleep there at the time, the fire chief said later, I doubt whether she would have got out alive. So I find this really exciting, these um, near-death experiences and things like that, where these psychic phenomena, these people experiencing, you know, this woman had this experience of this warning that wasn't, she could have sworn up and down. She spoke to and, and spoke to scene and followed her daughter back to her house and then knocked on the door and said, let me in. Why is the door shut? And she said, I've been sleeping this whole time. I wasn't there. So that's all I have for you guys. I, I really would love to stay. Um, I'll be popping in and out of the YouTube chat, but um, I must go. So if you'd love to connect further, please find me um, in the, the links that lead to my social profiles because it is my Libra Queen's fifth, fourth birthday today and I must go celebrate with her. She's my angel. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Melissa, thank you. Thank you so much for, for being here and for sharing those stories. And, and again, I love what you were talking about the Oracle. Like, yeah, you know, like it, it's almost as if just recently we've forgotten that these psychic phenomena are real, you know, whereas in the past, you know, even a century ago, they're like, no, no, this is the normal part of human experience. People were writing about it. People were oracleizing about it and everything like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, that brings to mind another point that, um, that people forget, uh, Jesus's birth his arrival in Israel, his um, stealing of his silver, uh, his arrest, his battering, and his crucifixion were all predicted in the Bible. And people forget that this was a literal prediction, a literal psychic phenomenon in and of its own occurred in, in Christianity. And people just kind of just let this go by with a blind eye. So I'll leave you guys with that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you again, Melissa. Again, I'm sure like literally in every single culture and, and like, that's the thing, right? Like we're, we're just going to be scratching the surface on a lot of things here, but you know, you go look at back at those ancient texts they all have their own stories of what we now identify as psychic phenomena and everything like that. So cool. Awesome. Melissa, thank you again. And for everybody here, be sure to connect with Melissa. Again, you can find Melissa on TikTok at Pisces Psyche and Pisces 8 Psyche on Instagram. So Melissa, we'll see you in the YouTube chat and happy birthday to your princess. So awesome. Thank you again. Beautiful. All right, we're gonna pass it. Thank you again, Melissa. We're gonna pass it to, to Sam, and then we're gonna pass it to Lise. Let me just check in if uh, if Lise, just uh, presuming you're still here, we'll give you the microphone next uh, since you're just in the other time zone there. Samantha, thumbs up. We'll pass it over to you if you're ready for that. So beautiful. All right, we'll just move through things as quickly as possible, and then from there we'll get into just popcorn style discussion. There's a lot to explore. Samantha, welcome back. Passing the microphone over to you. Please feel free to introduce yourself and anything you'd like to share. Go right ahead. Hello, everybody. Um, I am so grateful to be back sitting in this space with everyone here right now in this call, everyone here on the YouTube live and everyone that will be here, those time travelers who get to see us at a later date, a later time. So epic. Um, I am a spiritual mentor, Reiki master, a public speaker. I do a bunch of different things, wear lots of hats. Um, and one of my favorite things to discuss are these psychic phenomena, because I truly believe that we're moving into a space and time in which 
um, telepathy and energy are going to be our greatest forms of currency and communication. Um, and that being said, like it's, it goes to like such simple things too. Like it doesn't have to be um, spoon bending or remote viewing or anything that may seem um, a bit too advanced for one. Like we really are these psychic beings. We all um, have all of the different clairs, right? And some of us are more sensitive in different areas, some are more clairsentient, clairaudient, all of those things. However, it can be taken to something so simple as trusting your gut because we have such in-tune intuitions when we're willing to listen, when we're willing to stay present and listen to the guidance from within, we really have it all from within. And it's not some cheesy thing when people tell you that you have all the answers inside of you, you really do. I believe we're on this remembering journey here, um, activating and sharing codes with one another. And it's not always with the words that I'm saying to you. It's with the energy that's backed behind those words. So I may be saying something to you in a completely 3D conversation, you know, oh, the sky is blue today. And I really enjoyed that Lakers game on TV, but energetically we're trading codes. Um, and so to look at it that way, like with my dog, for example, my dog is so on point. Like I literally can't leave my house without my dog knowing probably 15 minutes before that I'm dipping. And it's not about like him seeing me pack a bag. It's literally the second the thought comes into my mind that I'm going to leave the house. My dog is like jumping off the bed. He's like, you're not going anywhere without me. Like we're doing this together, homie. Um, he did it with one of my roommates too, which was super fascinating. She was living in, um, you actually have seen her on here before, clean food for the soul. She was living in a yurt in my backyard. Um, and we were in downtown Austin and it was during this summer, you know, the pandemic summer. And my dog was so tuned in to the fact that he had to like protect her, walk her out there. And every night at 10 PM, whether she wanted to go to bed or not, he would start to nudge her and look at her and be like, come on, let's go. He'd go outside. He'd walk her to the tent. She'd go into the tent and she would feel him walking and circulating the tent until he felt that they were safe. Um, she was safe. And it was just so magical to recognize that like, it really doesn't have to be these advanced techniques that we really do have this all within us. And we really are sharing all these codes and information with each other, telepathy, with telepathy, with energy. Um, and, and, and that's what's so amazing about us being these energetic beings, you know, and it's not just human beings, it's with the dogs and it's with the, the earth. There's something called earth empaths and earth empaths are the type of people who really suffer from like seasonal affective disorders and they need to be super grounded with the earth and they need to be like outside and really enjoying um, mother earth and being cradled by mother earth because mother earth is speaking to and protecting all of us. Um, and then there are people who are even more tuned into that. And you can be just as tuned into that as well. And it's super incredible. And I really do look forward to the time in which we're not necessarily working with money anymore, but we're really trading energy. And we're really speaking with each other through telepathy, because I know for a fact that you guys have like met someone on the street and, and shared codes with them and been like, wow, that was like really like genuine love right there. And I didn't even say a word to that person. It was just like a knowing an inner knowing. And that is a psychic ability in and of itself. Um, and, and to recognize that and to recognize as our children as well as being super psychic, like I was pregnant um, once and it unfortunately didn't work out, but this little girl walked up to me and she was like, how's your baby? And it was before I even knew I was pregnant, but I had this feeling that I might be. And I was like, 
um, I don't have one. And I literally took a test the next day because I was like, this child knows. This child is freaking in tune. And that's one of the my missions here on planet Earth is to help activate and awaken the people who are in my age group, maybe older, but also allow the children to recognize themselves as these sentient beings, as these switched on in tune, psychic, magical creatures. And it's just so important that we recognize that, you know, if you're in your mid twenties right now, or even younger, cause I'm seeing it happen in younger generations, but we're working on excavating all of this debris that was put on top of us from society. And that's what, you know, stunts our abilities. And, and, and that's where we start to have these awakenings through trauma. But I really truly believe that there's a capacity for us to have generations of children and young adults who don't have to go through as much excavation. Cause yes, there has to be in this present reality, that duality of understanding what light and darkness is, but what is true duality? Because we are all everything. So that's what non-duality is in my mind. You know, we are everything. We are darkness. We are light. We are magic. We are psychic, all of those things. And yeah, it's hard to believe in sometimes. And it's also really hard to trust yourself because sometimes you have a premonition that something bad's going to happen. And that bad thing happens and you don't want to be psychic anymore because you're like, well, crap, I knew that was going to go down and then it did. And that sucks. I'd rather not be. And you want to deny your powers, but baby, you can do that with good stuff too. It doesn't have to be all the bad stuff. And that's like another power in your manifestation is like you being able to visualize that future that you desire. That is literally you time traveling, bro. And if you can like, you know, hold on to that vision, but let go of the outcome and how it actually comes to you when it comes to you, all of that, that's when you really tap into your manifestation powers. That's when you really get to like, know how potently powerful you truly are. So I don't want to take up too much more time. It's just recognize that you are so powerful that those intuitions that you're having is because you are so connected. You are part of this greater collective conscious. I look at it as like an iCloud of consciousness and we're always constantly pulling from that iCloud and then we're like sharing it out to the masses to remind people of their magnificence so that everyone can remember that they have the ability to tap into this. I come into this space unprepared, not knowing what I'm about to say, but I'm trusting my intuition that it's going to flow through me exactly at the right time, saying the right things that I need to say and share here instead of necessarily like stressing and planning because that's 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 a different yeah you can premon you can have a premonition of how it might turn out but if you're here in the present now you really get to create your reality every second of every day so i love you guys i'll drop in the chat how you can reach me keep manifesting keep being magic awesome thank you thank you so much sam love love with just some main points that you're hitting upon there and and absolutely like it's 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 exciting like i mean that's the thing right like us just having this conversation for everybody here like feel the excitement feel the excitement in the air feel the excitement in your heart because again you know this is something that for a lot of us uh, or even just for us being society this would have been stuff that's just like no you can't talk about that you can't talk about this but now it's just like you know what maybe we should 
maybe we should practice talking about these because that's the thing, right? If you are human, you have experienced what we call psychic phenomena. But again, maybe down the road, we won't even call them phenomena. We'll just call them a natural part of being a human. And, and once we start again, this is what this is leading back to. This, this, whole, this is why we're having this discussion because this is just going back to that root understanding of the idea that we are multidimensional beings by nature. And what does that mean? That's what we're exploring. It means also having a lot of these like non-local abilities and everything like that. Um, just want to be able to check in. And, and again, for those of you here, Samantha Rose Papron on IG and TikTok. Be sure to connect with Sam there if you aren't already yet. Uh, I'm not sure if Lise is still here. So I just wanted to be able to get a feel for who would like to go next. Would anybody here like to just be able to volunteer? Um, okay, we got a few hands up as it is right now. Um, just going over to, let's go over to, to Tim and then Abby. And then uh, from there, I think, uh, did Chris, did you have your hand up as well? Zantia? Okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. So we'll do Chris and Abby. And then if you guys even just want to figure out who wants to go next after that. Um, that's super appreciated. One thing I was just going to hit upon real quick. Um, first of all, there's some notes that are, there's some show notes that are already in this on YouTube. For those of you who want to check things out uh, in the show notes, you can find the link for the uh, band TED talk about psychic abilities by Russell Targ. Some of you probably saw that that video is literally going viral on TikTok at the time of this recording. It's like already up to like 200,000 views, which is great because again within the collective people are just like i've never heard about this why didn't they teach me this it's starting to get out there that's really good but now again we want to be able to continue to allow the create the space for us to be able to talk about things further and to be able to create more context here um you'll also find a trailer for a documentary that i watched recently called superhuman the invisible made visible and i'm going to talk about that real quick just relative to something that sam was talking about and then there's also documents for the cia documents related to project stargate and also literally just documents straight up on remote about remote viewing that even has like simple tips for remote viewing and everything like that so again this is something that a lot of people have had interested in for quite some time and if you're new to that we'll talk about it in a second one of the things that came up in the documentary that was uh really really interesting and again i apologize guys i know the audio sync i'm going to correct that in a minute but within the video within this documentary it was really really cool because basically it was um i'm just going to explain a short version here there are schools and where they are literally training children and adults to be able to see things with blindfolds on. So this is the idea. This is the idea. We are we have been conditioned to think that you see things with your eyes, you hear things with your ears, etc., etc., etc. The uh, the other way of being able to understand things is that you like see things with your entire body. Um, and for those of you who are tuned in on the past broadcast, when we talked about the uh, spiritual wisdom of fairy lore, I was literally explaining to you guys this idea of like how um, a, a, a like a shaman, a, a woman who taught their son how to be able to see fairies was basically this idea that you would kind of stand there. And even though the fairies are in another dimensional space, you would hold your hands up and you would like feel the vibration of them. It was interesting because this is literally what they're teaching the kids. They're basically teaching the kids that everything has like a vibration to it. So you're feeling it and they would, you, whether you feel it with your hands or you're like feeling it again, kind of like with your, like your mind, so to speak. And what was really cool is this idea that there's this term where, it, where you have eyesight, where they refer to it as mind sight. So what would happen if you within your reality started just opening up to this idea be like, huh, I wonder if I could develop mind sight, you know? Um, so I'm not telling you to like put a blindfold on and try running through the woods. What is that an old prodigy music video for pendulum i'm sure some of you remember what i'm talking about here but anyways um what you can do is you know like even just like simple things we'll talk more about that later on but more so just starting off with that idea that you know 
without the the external stimulation can you connect with things through listening with your entire body through seeing with your entire body and this is a really really powerful kicker um that i'll just say real quick and then we'll pass it over to tim we know now that everything is consciousness and so i'm going to break things down for you here in a way that may just kind of blow your mind when you look at an object are you really looking at the object? Yes and no. What you are really doing is receiving photons through your eyes. And then the photons send a signal within your brain. And then that signal within your brain creates an image within your mind. So not to trip anybody out here, but basically everything that you are seeing is literally your mind. Your mind is what you are seeing. So when you just kind of hit that little bit of a switch to flip the paradigm, it really starts changing things where again, you know, when you're trying to do the telekinesis and when you're trying to, when you're trying to like do the telekinesis where it's like the arrow, arrow kinesis, where you're like connecting with the elements, you know, I, this is the thing. I'll just shout out to those of you on TikTok and social media who are documenting themselves filming themselves doing things like telekinesis and aerokinesis and pyrokinesis and all of these different things. And I'm not sure if there's a specific term for like when you're interacting with plants, plant kinesis, so to speak. Um, shout out to Foxadelic. Some of you would have probably seen Foxadelic's videos, like their videos has blown up. And that's a, literally a video of them, like basically like playing with the plants. And again, it's this idea that once you begin to kind of lose, dissolve the illusion of separation, and dissolve the ego's expectation and says, no, this is stupid, this can't work. And you just really open up your heart to the possibility. Then magical things happen, magical things. And what are magical things? Magical things are a natural part of this reality that we've just kind of like forgotten about. So yeah, it's a pretty exciting thing just to be able to, to play with these ideas. But again, just bring it back to the heart and bring it back to a place of really being able to connect with that fulfilling quest of understanding who we are, who we are as consciousness, who we are as creators, who we are as stewards, who we are as lovers, who we are as, you know, just human beings on this beautiful, magical adventure. I mean, you came here to earth. Would you, okay, what do you want? Reality one, where psychic abilities aren't real or reality two, where psychic abilities are real and we're actually literally becoming the superheroes that we grew up fantasizing that we were. It's, it's, it's option B, if you choose, if you choose. So anyways, let's keep going around here. If you guys are enjoying this, go ahead and just drop some emoticons in the chat. We're gonna pass it over to Tim. Tim, thank you so much. And Tim, I know you're, you're probably gonna talk a little bit about astral projection and stuff like that and remote viewing or whatever. So Tim, go, go ahead and introduce yourself. And, and again, just kind of bring some ideas to the table and thank you again tim and welcome go right ahead yeah okay so um i just want to start off with one thing uh your beliefs make your reality okay i'm really gonna stress that one a lot so when you start really opening yourself up to those new possibilities then you will start receiving some of those like abilities um also i just want to say the human eye can only see so much you think you can see all these things but x-rays microwaves they exist and for some reason we can't see them okay but they exist so this is just to show that those things can be real they're just they just don't have the equipment to test it yet okay um i know quite a bit about uh remote viewing i've watched a couple episodes on, on gaia uh about it i haven't done it myself i mainly practice astral projection and I teach it on my TikTok. So if you guys are curious, um, I have a lot of tips and tricks on how to strengthen the third eye and strengthen your ability to stay in the astral realm for longer periods of time. 
because it is hard to stay out of body. It really is. It's not easy for everybody. Um, some people are more gifted naturally with it than others. I personally have a hard time with it, but I'm making it easier and easier for myself with those types of practices. But for those people who are new to that, um, astral travel is, a, or astral projection or out of body experience is the ability to leave the body and be able to pretty much travel anywhere and pretty much leave your physical body where it's at. You can pretty much go in outer space. You can go visit friends. You can go anywhere in the whole entire world. There is no limit, okay? So, um, and remote viewing, just to show that they're actually different. Remote viewing is really the, it's kind of the same thing, but you're able to project your consciousness somewhere else as well. But in this uh, linear time, and see kind of what's going on. You can also kind of do it also a little bit in the past as well. There's some studies that have shown people who, because they've, they've done a lot of studies on these. They just haven't been published everywhere. But if you do your research, you will see there's a lot of scientific studies on astral projection and on remote viewing. They've done many, many tests. They've just haven't really gone like super, super viral. But the CIA did release documents uh, for astral projection, I think like two months ago. So those, those were pretty dope. Um, but yeah, so Bob Monroe is pretty much the father uh, of astral projection. He started teaching it actually to people. It started happening to him at first and he didn't know what to do. And he's, he started journaling it. He journaled a lot of it. And then they, someone, a friend had his journal and started reading it. And then they ended up, uh, he ended up being like, man, this is such great work. Like I wanna publish this. And he, Bob Monroe was like, I, I don't know if they're gonna like this and all that ended up publishing it, went pretty much like crazy viral. And then people started wanting to know how to do it. And he wanted to do more research on it, started doing more testing. Anyways, this, if you look up Bob Monroe, he has a lot uh, of it or Institute uh, of Monroe. You guys can see a lot of things about astral projection because he teaches it and he talks about binaural beats, which help a lot with astral projection and a bunch of different other stuff. But I'm going to talk quickly about my experience and then I'll let it uh, to other people. But I had my first astral projection last year, actually. And unlike most people, I had it through uh, a lucid dream, actually, because I tend to have really vivid dreams. So what pretty much happened is I went lucid within my first dream at six. I, no I noted it everything. It was like 6.50 a.m. Because I, I, I just journal all my dreams. I'm just super, super like, this is my stuff. Like, I love dreaming and I love astral projection. I'm so fascinated by it. As soon as... Anyways, I'm going to continue on. So had my first uh, lucid dream that day at 6.50 uh, a.m. I pretty much died in a snowstorm and then I became lucid. It woke me up and then I was like, holy shit, <laughs> I'm lucid. And then I went back to bed and then had another dream. And then this time I was on top of a mountain and I became lucid. And I was just like, okay, I want to have a, a rope all the way to the Eiffel Tower. So I created a rope in my head, obviously in my dream all the way to the Eiffel Tower. And I started walking on it. And then after that, I was like, where am I walking to it? I can just teleport. And then I teleported to the Eiffel Tower. And I just remembered, I had like astral projection, like in my head, it finally popped in my head for once. And I was just like, I just remembered, you have to feel in your environment, feeling kind of what's going on. So I started feeling my dream, like even more, I started feeling the wind, feeling like pretty much everything, feeling how high I was up in the air. And then I don't know why, but I just, jumped backwards just like that i just jumped backwards off the eiffel towers just went for a dive and then a bright light 
uh, appeared. And in my third eye, I could literally feel it. It literally exploded. It was buzzing in my head. It literally felt like a, like a crazy, like, I don't know, like explosion. And I popped out and then I literally had my hands coming out. They were blue translucent. And then I could literally see like my whole entire room. It was, it was crazy. It was super bright. It was super gorgeous. It was honestly beautiful. I couldn't believe it for myself. And I knew I did it because I also, I have glasses. I wear contacts. I can't see this clear. This is impossible for me to see this clear. I was just like, this is, this is insane. And my dog started barking and then it snapped me right back in, unfortunately. But it was already like, I already knew I did it because I had like, kind of like a second, like awakening, like, I opened my eyes and then I opened my eyes again and then I came back and I was like, I did it. And I ran to talk to my mom about it. I was just, I was just so like blown away just because I've, I've been watching videos about it. I've been learning so much about it. And I know I, I had like an idea of what it would be like, but I didn't know it was really, really possible until it happened to me. But I just want to say, this is an ability that's possible for everyone, but it can also take a long time to achieve. You have to be really patient. It's just like anything because you're unlearning, like you're trying to pretty much relearn like how being, I don't know how to say it, but like you're getting to relearn yourself. You're getting to relearn that you are capable of doing those things. You are capable of moving matter. You are capable of doing remote viewing. You're able to read people's mind because like Brendan said, we're all connected. We're all consciousness. We can all do those things. This is not just one person has this ability everybody can do it you just have to start training it and you have to be open-minded to it but this is really all i have to say if you're more curious i have way more on my tiktok this is literally the stuff i talk about the most it's my passion but yeah awesome tim go ahead let people know where they can find you on oh uh just my name tim Barrett. <laughs> but awesome. yeah and i'll just i'll just comment it but yeah <laughs> thank perfect. you and, and uh barrett b-a-y-r-e-t just for those of you who need the spelling on that but again links are in the youtube info so Tim, awesome. Thank you again, man. And, and again, you know, like it, it's like the, the idea of astral projection and, and lucid dreaming, it's not always something that people kind of like put into the psychic phenomenon category because sometimes we associate psychic phenomena with like the waking consciousness and the physical realm and everything like that. But it does pertain hand in hand with the with the bigger idea that, yes, we are more than a physical being, physical bodies. And again, we have like multiple bodies, multiple like aspects of our consciousness. So having these astral projections, like Tim, I'll just kind of like, I just want to be able to ask you real quick because again we're here to document the experiences and i love the fact that you share that experience like when you had that experience how did it shift your paradigm in terms of just being able to kind of know from firsthand experience like that this was something that was possible like what did that feel like if you can kind of just tell us oh just go ahead yeah yeah yeah, yeah. can you hear me uh okay yeah. so what did it feel like to to go out of body just like more so even just like the realization when you woke up and you're like, oh my goodness, that actually happened. It wasn't just a documentary yeah. anymore. Yeah, it happened because I knew the difference between the lucid dream since I did the lucid dream beforehand. I was literally in that dream. And then I, I, I read so much because there's a lot of people who talk about like the vibration state and how like you'll have like this pop and buzzing sound like kind of in your head when you're about to project. So like I pretty much knew I did it after that pop and that way of just seeing that second pair of hands that I could control that weren't my physical hand. It was literally my astral body. And the fact that I came back and I just like kind of opened my eyes twice. This is really like what made me really realize that it was really possible. And there's really like, they talk about it as the afterlife. So there's really something after this, after this. So yeah, no, it was crazy. Totally, <laughs>
that's yeah no crazy is a good way to just be able to explain it and, and yeah again you know just kind of now that you know that's possible it's kind of like a preview for just like okay what else what else you know what else can i explore and and, and again you know that's kind of R russell targa for that little clip that i put up that's again going viral on tiktok right now he said you know like one of the best things you can do with remote viewing is l learn more about who you are who you are is multi-dimensional being you could use it for you could use it for trivial things and everything like that and everything and, and explore the cosmos but ultimately it's also just like opening up to this idea that like you literally are like infinite soul infinite spirit whatever it may be and then bringing that wisdom back into this like 3d reality and just continuing to kind of see the world through this new lens through this new paradigm so tim awesome thank you so much for sharing dude and, and again thank you for like helping educate other people on on the possibilities of astral projection and and it is it's a it's, a, it's something that for some people it might just kind of happen here and there but it's something that is a discipline and and we do have a podcast where we talk about dreams and, and that's our dream class podcast you guys can go back and check out some of those if you're looking for more of that specific discussion but yeah it's always an exciting just to be able to invite people to know that again yes this is possible yes this is something you can work towards yes telepathy telekinesis all these things are possible um tim we'll, we'll talk about this later but, but one thing that i just wanted to be able to hit upon just in terms of like the telepathy thing because this is a fascinating phenomenon um is the idea of people experiencing telepathy on psychedelics um when you're sitting across the room from your buddy and you're both like on mushrooms or something like that and you can like literally hear each other's thoughts and everything does that we'll talk about that a little bit later just be able to keep people hooked in and stick around another thing i'm gonna let you guys know what next week's podcast topic is about halfway through this broadcast this broadcast i don't have a time limit on this we'll keep it under five hours i i mean maybe five. we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll 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 keep it concise nonetheless but obviously there's just a lot to be able to talk about here one little quick thing that i just wanted to be able to know in terms of remote viewing and everything like that it's important to be able to um, set your intentions like with the idea of remote viewing again it's kind of accessing information you can like you can see anything you can see the the missiles that the russians are building you can see what joey's doing down the street and and just this idea of just like oh my god this is like this is like almost too much power and everything like that i just want to be able to put out that idea and this isn't even just my idea but i heard somebody else mentioning it. i'm like oh that's a good thing to just be able to keep in mind especially since a lot of us here are really into spirituality is the idea of when it comes to those abilities, keep in mind that it's important to be able to enact those abilities from a heart-centered place opposed to an egoic place and also to be able to keep in mind that there's still like a karma associated with how you use those abilities so i know this may sound kind of in like outside the box or something but it's something to keep in mind the idea that you know if you're if you're remote viewing and everything like that respect people's privacy respect people's consent those things are important or everything like that again like that's that's just who, like I don't know I'm not I'm not like I'm not God I can't say exactly what does or doesn't happen but I can only assume that there probably must be some sort of like karmic balance even with those abilities so again when you're using those abilities use them to be able to explore your timelines etc 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 so um okay let's keep talking here and we're gonna pass it to let me just get a, a scope on uh was it Abby Abby we we're gonna pass it to you next that's right Perfect. And again, for those of you uh, in the YouTube chat and everybody here, I love the idea that every single person here has experienced some form of psychic phenomena earlier in, uh, in a couple days prior to this. We um, put some questions up on TikTok and YouTube asking people to share their experiences of psychic phenomena. Later in the broadcast, we're actually going to read some of those on air. So if that's... If, you, if you're listening to this and you commented on that, stick around. You might hear one of your comments read on air. Abby, we're going to pass it over to you. And Abby, thank you so much for being here. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Welcome. And Hi. go right ahead. Hi, I'm Abby. Uh, I'm not really on social media much, but you can find me on TikTok. It's just Abby Kate with an EY at the end. 
Um, so I, I've had a lot of psychic premonitions happen to me, but one I really wanted, well, there's two I really wanted to talk about, but it goes along with everything being connected. Um, so my boyfriend, he went to Canada with his friends and he drove back and he wasn't texting me. And I just had big, big intuition that something was not right. And I checked his iPhone and his location was like on the side of a highway. So I got my coat on and he finally called me and he had gotten into a car accident. And then it was, it was connected because his best friend was also in a car accident and passed away in a car accident. And um, one of my friends was best friends with another boy that was in the car. And my last premonition that I've had was with her. And I was just sitting there and I just like got really called like of all these good times I was having with her. And like, I should really tell her like she was always this light, like light energy, happiness. She was always outgoing and she was always very open-minded. And when she was surrounded with people who were very, um, living a very victimizing life. Like they were playing the victim card a lot and only looking at the dark side of things. She was very open-minded. So I want, I felt like I needed to thank her for that. So I just like texted her out of nowhere and turns out she was at the hospital and one of her close relatives was passing away. And I remembered the last time I saw her and it was when our other friend's boyfriend had passed away the day of his funeral. So it all goes with being connected if you want to get reassurances from the spirit realm, don't be afraid to ask. The message that I got from my guides in the beginning of the meditation was have courage. Don't be afraid to look deep within yourself to find answers. But like we were saying earlier, be respectful. Don't be trying to go looking and finding out answers about someone else's life. If you are supposed to know that, then you will figure it out in time and just trust in divine timing. I'm finding a lot that um, I, I have to trust in the divine timing to get the correct kind of answers. Um, if you're feeling stuck in a place of like you're not trusting yourself and like you're having a lot of problems with your ego, I don't suggest trying to ask for answers and like relying on the answers that you're going to get because they're, they, can give you, they can give you crazy answers sometimes. <laughs> So that's all I have to say is don't be scared. Look deep within yourself and you will get get out what you want. Abby, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And, and obviously, again, just condolences and to friends and family. And, and, and again, I'm sure you sharing that story, there's going to be people in the broadcast who are listening, they're just going to be like, whoa, that's eerily similar to, to something I've experienced. And, and, and I think, and I think that's one of the things that's, that's quite fascinating with this phenomenon. Something I was alluding to earlier is that it primarily happens between loved ones, between those who we share a connection with, like, that's the idea, right? Like that's, we, we experience this all the time, but we just don't think about it quite from this perspective. When you start to get to know someone and you're really just spending time with them, it's like, again, you, you're like merging, your energies are starting to become intertwined and these, these, these tendrils, these tendrils of energies, they're forms of communication. So even at a distance, there's still information going back. So, I mean, it, it's natural that again, in, in your situation, if a loved one is going through something, 
you can feel it. And I'm sure other people here, you, you've probably had some other form of, again, some sort of feeling, a premonition. There's lots of stories like those. So Abby, thank you again for, for sharing your story with us here tonight. All right, we're gonna keep passing around. Okay, let me just check in. Uh, it was either Chris or Zantia or Amanda. Who wanted to go next? Pass it over to Amanda, and then who wants to go after Amanda? Zantia, and then and then Chris, and then I think uh, did Cat. Did you want to go soon as well? Okay, so either uh, Amanda, Zantia, and then either Chris or Cat, and then Gleb. I can see you got your hand up there as well. And thank you again, guys, for being patient. We obviously got a couple people on here tonight and uh yeah with that said let's just pass it right over to uh amanda and then we'll just keep the conversation rolling there's there's a bunch of other notes here that i got but we'll get to those a little bit later amanda welcome back and thank you for being here go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your experience with psychic phenomena hi everybody i'm amanda um so just kind of touching on a little bit on what abby said and a little bit on what sam said um I've had psychic abilities my whole life, and I really, um, I really came into it when I was 12, and my grandma had died, and she came to see me right as she died while I was sleeping to let me know that she had passed, and that she loved all of us, and she was still going to be around to watch over us, and. Um, when I had woken up, my mom came in to tell me, and I said, no, it's okay. I know grandma's passed, and she's in a better place now. Um, so from that time on throughout my teenage years, I had a lot of issues with those gifts, and I struggled really hard with not really having any guidance with it and not really knowing anybody that... Oh, no, please, no, go, go, there's that. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Okay. No, baby, I'm talking. Please go get a snack, okay? Sorry, guys. Um, so, um, basically, sorry, I completely lost my train of thought with my daughter coming in. Um, yeah, basically, I just struggled with it really hard throughout my teenage years and the final thing that happened was my best friend getting in an accident and getting um hit by a car and being in a coma for a year so with that yeah that enough please stop just go get a snack you don't need to be in just go get a snack please um with with that happening, I knew beforehand that it was going to happen. He was visiting with me, and I tried to stop him from leaving. I very much did not want him to go because I knew something horrible was going to happen, and I was not okay with that. And he went anyway because free will. I couldn't stop him. So... When that happened, I kind of went into a dark place. And if I couldn't prevent it from happening, why was I given that premonition? And why, why did that happen? So I tried really hard to block my gifts and went through a long period where I just didn't want it. And I was done with it. 
and that made things very, very, very difficult for me. Um, they didn't go away as much as I wanted them to. They didn't go away. And I would still get messages for people and I would try really, really hard not to hear them. And when you try really, really hard not to hear them, they get persistent and they get very loud and it gets very uncomfortable and very painful. And it just, it makes life so incredibly difficult. Now that I've started healing and I've started going back on my spiritual path and have started accepting those gifts and accepting Hi. why I'm here, life is so much easier and everything Hi. is just so much more beautiful. And like I said in the chat, the colors have actually gotten brighter in the world. Okay, say your hi is really quickly and go get a snack, okay? Say hi. Hi. Okay, now you're done, go get a snack. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot easier now. They don't yell at me anymore. I can just take in the messages, pass them along as I need to and actually help the people that I'm supposed to help now instead of trying to push that away. And it's just, it's really important to accept them as much as you possibly can. They're there for a reason. And the more you fight it, the harder everything is. Um, so yeah, that's basically the point that I wanted to get out is just that we need to find why we're here and actually follow that path. Amanda, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing powerful and beautiful story. And, and again, just something that I'm sure for a lot of people is something that they needed to hear. And, and we just appreciate you sharing your experience and your truth. And and yeah, and, and, and again, you know, just kind of hidden upon that theme, I think it, it's fascinating when you think about this idea that we all come in here with different abilities, different things that we kind of lean towards. And in the same way, you know, some people are going to come in here and be like, oh, yeah, I really want to be like a visual artist. Oh, I really want to be a musician. Oh, I really want to be like a psychologist. All of these different things, all of these different kind of like archetypes and roles and everything like that. We have to keep in mind that for many of us, we also have these kind of like abilities that we kind of lean towards more than others i mean yes they're all natural within each other but you may find that for some of you it'd be like and we talk about this in a dream class be like yeah you know like for me astral projection is easy like i'm not saying it is for me you know but for someone else and then for someone else it might be like oh yeah you know i can do like telekinesis easy and things like that and i think it's just because it may be easier for some people doesn't mean it's not possible for others again as what we've already talked about here a big part of what we're doing is unlearning it's unlearning it's shifting our paradigm it's changing the way we think about things and once we just get that permission to know that these capabilities are inside of us it becomes incredibly powerful and again as even just as alluding to what amanda was saying here these abilities are going to show up regardless of whether or not we're talking about them and opposed to just them happening and then you know uh, our friends and our children just being like oh you know like am i am i a crazy person like, am I just going to be ostracized? Like, am I doing something like what's wrong with me? Right. It can be very confusing. So that's where, again, what happens when we as a community take what we're creating here within this discussion and we start bringing it out, we start bringing it out into our communities, into our friend circles. That's that's the way to just be able to continue 
holding space for our friends who, again, you know, we're seeing it on TikTok where people are just like, whoa, like I'm experiencing premonition and these other phenomenons and I don't quite understand it. So again, for those of us who have some experience, we get to be able to practice holding space and just be able to, you know, help other people understand a little bit more about this topic. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're practicing, we're practicing holding space for each other. So uh, with that said, we're going to keep passing the talk and stick around here. We're going to pass it to Zen T and then we're going to pass it over to um, uh, Chris. Unless Kat, do you need, do you, do you, do you need to go sooner or anything like that? Are you okay waiting, Kat? Is that okay? You're okay? All right, okay, cool. All right, so we'll pass over to Zen Tia next. And thank you again, everyone, so much for being in here. And Zen Tia, go right ahead. And Zen Tia, if you can just adjust your camera and uh, we'll pass it over to you and go ahead and you can introduce yourself. And uh, yeah, even if you can just, if you're comfortable just moving it down a little bit more, that way so we can just frame it up in the center. Yeah, that's good, perfect. All right, awesome. Zentia, go right ahead, welcome, and thank you for being here. Please feel free to introduce yourself and what you would like to talk about tonight. Hey everybody, I am Zentia. You can find me on all platforms as Zentia Infinite 369 and on YouTube under You Glow Goddess or Zentia Infinite. I just wanna share a little bit of my personal experience with psychic phenomenon. Um, the first biggest one I can remember is I was in Girl Scouts and I was having, um, I was invited to a birthday party and I was really excited to go. And I was preparing for this for like weeks. You're a kid, you're like, oh, you know, my friends are having a party, I'm super excited. So the night before the party, I went to bed and I actually saw all these people and enjoyed the party but when i went to the party the next day i met some of the people that were in the dream so at the time i didn't think much of it but you know i couldn't go to my mom and say hey you know i saw these people that i met today in my dream last night what's that about and i always had a deep curiosity about deja vu and recently um one of my teachers had mentioned her view on deja vu being something that you've seen in a dream already. So that's why it feels so familiar when you're seeing it. You're like, I know I've seen this. And I've, through the years, actually been able to recall it and say, like, I know I saw this in a dream, but I can't remember what happens next. Um, that also with um, my own children, I, I homeschool them. So during school, I decided to start doing work with them where I would read them a book and it had pictures in it, but I wouldn't show them to the kids and I would have them kind of explain, close their eyes and explain what they would see and see, you know, what they would be able to pick up from the book without seeing or reading. And it, it turned out well, incident where my uh, four-year-old came to me when I had the mail one day and he kept grabbing for it. What I didn't know is my grandmother sent him a letter was his first piece of mail ever. I didn't say anything to him. He just, I walked in the door and he, he was like, there's mail for me, mom. And I was like, what are you doing? You don't get mail for four. <laughs> and uh, oh, when he was one, we went to a cookout and my aunt came to see him. They, they didn't see him often. And he looked at her, I was holding him and he took her chin and he lifted it up and he stared at her. And I was like, what is he doing? The next week over, my uncle died. So I was like, what in the, I kept like, why was he looking at her like that? And he lifted her chin as to say, it's gonna be okay. And I thought it was so weird. And I still wonder how did he know that she was about to go through this grieving process? Um, it's amazing. And I, um, 
I'm a shaman, so I walk between the realms. So like astral travel for me is um is is very important. The in between right before you go to sleep. Um a really good psychic trick going back into a dream that you get out of that little bit of space right before you fall asleep when your eyes drop and you come back open address where you want to go right then and there and see where that takes you we are all psychic we have so much that i believe in the next few years we're going to be able to get into in the psychic world that's going to blow people's minds because this next generation coming up, these rainbow babies, these crystal babies, they're outrageously phenomenal. And we're already great, but we're just bringing in now, being here together, I think, when we think about the future, bringing this energy here now, we're leading a pathway, making it bigger for them, making it more open as we say that it's okay to really be who we are this time, you know, to really open up. Um, we, like Samantha said, we are psychic. We are everything. So as you see this psychic person over here, you are that. You see this person who can hear, this person who can see, you are every one of those people. So whatever it is that you feel in tune to, jump on in, jump on YouTube, research it, come to my channel. I've got a wealth of knowledge. If you want to know, um, come here and learn. We've got a wealth of knowledge here. So that was my experience. Um, I wanted to say. Thank you guys for listening and love, peace, and pineapples. Love, love, peace, and pineapples. Is that what you said? Pine, is it? Okay. Oh, oh, pineapples isn't like pineal glands. Oh, okay. Pine cones and pineapples. That's what it is. Pine cones and pineapples. That's going to be like our spinoff podcast or something coming later, 2021. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyways, uh, Zentia, thank you for sharing. And, and again, like, oh my goodness, like, Absolutely. The idea of, of having, again, just being the being able to be around children and just being open to the psychic phenomena. And you'll start to see that like the psychic phenomena is actually like a regular common day thing for children. And that's kind of what I was saying is that these abilities, we've kind of pushed them into the realm of science fiction, but they're actually like a natural part of our ability to be able to navigate this world. Because when you think about it, I'll just hit upon this real quick, and then we're going to pass it over to Chris. What I was talking about earlier, this idea that the benefit of being able to open up to at least one aspect of the psychic phenomena is to be able to understand that the information that's in our quote unquote future already exists. So when we start bringing our awareness into our heart, when we start opening and balancing our chakras, when we start shifting our paradigms and opening ourselves up to these ideas, what I've been able to find is this very, very powerful idea that when you understand that the future exists as a possibility then you can move into this heart-centered space where you realize that your job is to align with it that your job isn't necessarily to just be able to create the intention fully and just be like this is what i'm expecting to happen but it's more so you're feeling the future you literally can feel the future if there's anything that I, you can take away from this podcast it's that idea that if you just want to simplify this idea of psychic phenomena focus on that concept of being able to feel the future and again this will kind of happen in your way to just kind of naturally move through your day with more grace and more awareness and more consciousness and this is where the synchronicities come in this is where again those things just kind of naturally align into your path so if anything these what we recognize aspects of the psychic phenomena 
our ways of kind of like the universe bringing us into our dharma when we are aligned with our psychic abilities it's like we are like also in alignment with our dharma because we also have this premonition of the future which allows us to be able to move through this present with more grace so to speak and again and also more gratitude as well while still again being able to experience the unexpected and everything <clears throat> excuse me i'm just going to hit upon a couple things here that are important themes to be able to note and then uh later in the broadcast we're also going to do an on-air intuition test so stay tuned for that a couple words that for those of you who may be new to this and maybe you haven't heard before parapsychology parapsychology is the study of mental phenomena which are excluded from inexplicable or quote-unquote orthodox scientific psychology such as hypnosis telepathy telekinesis etc so parapsychology was the term that was used when scientists were studying the psychic phenomenon they would put it into the category of parapsychology and the thing that's fascinating is that in the 80s psychic phenomena and everything it was real like people were studying it it wasn't like this oh that's just a science fiction thing it was real and the internet didn't exist in quite the same way so there weren't as many people just kind of like crapping on that opinion so to speak but you go back into an old bookstore and you will find books from the 70s all about parapsychology i i found plenty of them and it's super super fascinating and you can imagine back in the 70s with the hippies and everything like that they were probably all over this stuff and here we are again just kind of bringing it back in a modern context other things that you just want to be able to keep in mind in terms of the different abilities so again pk that stands for uh, again like the 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 pk aspect is again where you're that's related to um why am i tell it why is why is p what is what does p what does a p stand for in pk why am i forgetting that anyways but pk basically refers to this idea of being able to like move things with your mind telekinesis would just be another word of pk and then you have the different abilities related to clair so there's clairvoyance a lot of you are probably familiar with that and then you also have clairaudience clairsentience and then also these are the ones that are less known clairleance clair clair clairalliance if i'm pronouncing that right and clairgustance um so clairvoyance is the ability of clear seeing so that's where it's kind of related to the third eye chakra if you're seeing it with your near imagination clairaudience is again this idea of being able to hear so that would even be related to the throat chakra the throat chakra is associated with hearing so that would be an information through the throat chakra um clairsentience is is the idea of feeling so this is where you can kind of get into the idea of feeling it within your heart chakra within your um within your solar chakra that would be more kind of the gut feeling that we get that could be thought of as clairsentience and i'm sure we've all experienced that oh i should probably go this way because you have a feeling right and again that's you feeling the future as well and, and and again even within that moment of you feeling you still have the free will to just be like no that's just crazy or what you'll find is that with the psychic phenomena it's the first feeling that you have that is going to be the right one and then it's usually the egoic mind that will say like no that's not real i can't and then and then it's the second guess where you usually go wrong so one thing that you can kind of take from this broadcast is to get good at being able to kind of like silence the water so when that message comes through you can identify it and you can create that habit of not rushing into the next idea where you be where you immediately question yourself and be like oh no but again it's that first bit of information that because it's 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 information it's information arriving so it's information that arrives that's the initial sensation and then either the mind will just kind of be like no it has to be this and then that information is coming from from again almost from like the egoic mind or whatever part of your mind but paying attention to that first feeling and then again claire claire 
dalliance, which again is that's smelling. So the idea of smelling things, which is interesting, and Claire Gustins was the idea of tasting things. So different people are going to have these different abilities, and uh, yeah, I'm sure in some way you're going to think of it in different ways. And again, this is where you get into the idea of like Claire clairvoyance. This is where you start getting into the idea of, and, and you know, Chris will pass it over to you. Um, where again, this psychic phenomena, depending on how broad you take this topic, this is again where you're also being able to open up the idea of being able to communicate with your guides being able to connect with higher dimensional beings angels whatever term you want to be able to think of it as who are again also there to be able to help kind of like help and give you information along your path so that's where it's just kind of like hey guides you know just like look, sending out the signals here and then if you have that connection you can be like oh sweet okay now i know what i can do sort of thing so it gives you kind of like that extra ability to like see things beyond yourself to expand your consciousness to expand your perception as well so Let's keep moving along here. Thank you again, everyone, so much for joining in. Chris, we're going to pass over to you. And then, sorry, who, who am I passing it to after Chris? I'm not 100%. Uh, did, do we, am I passing it over to... Okay. Cat, okay, we're going to pass over to Cat after Chris. And then we got Gleb and then we got Z after that. And then we'll keep going going through there. And um, and everyone else, I can see your hands after that. All right. Thank you again, everyone, so much for joining in. Chris, passing over to you. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. Thank you so much for being here, brother. And right ahead. Hola everyone from Spain, namaste. I'm so glad to be here with you guys and to share the space. Everyone can hear me um, all right? Okay, cool. Um, so you guys have like talked about so many amazing things and I just like wanna touch on so many. Um, so this is like a paraphrase from actually one of the CIA documents. Um, I'm not, I think it's part of the Project Stargate, but it might be different. I know Project Stargate touches on like the consciousness matrix um, and they did like their, it's their own separate experiments on remote viewing, astral projection, like led by the US government. So literally this is in the remote viewing document. Psychic abilities are inherent to every human but are largely ignored by today's societal setting, which is just so true. Now, in my experience, everyone has every psychic ability, you know, because we are all, again, my, this theme, infinity personified, we are all literally varying degrees with infinite numbers of strengths and weaknesses, strengths and weaknesses. Now, the reason why a lot of us don't believe that we have these psychic abilities, the reason why we feel like we're not in touch is maybe because of childhood conditioning or societal conditioning. You know, like as we grow up, we are naturally aligned with the magic that is there. We are aligned with the flow of life. But then like when you say to your parents as a child, OMG, I see fairies, you and your parent says, you can't see fairies. What are you talking about? Those things are creating those blocks. Every block that we have is self-imposed. That is why by realizing the block, we are able to dissolve it, you know? Um, so people ask me all the time, like, how do I open myself up back to my psychic powers, back to my psychic abilities? And so I always, always say it begins with meditation. It begins with, um, it begins with grounding and centering. It begins with your chakras because the temple within is the temple without. Um, you know, like for me, I literally like to really improve my psychic abilities. Like one of the very first like messages I began receiving and how I began started 
how I began to start um, connecting with spirit was really through the angels. And like still till this day, like I was just tutoring someone in Spanish before and I was really seeing angels like all around her body. And like in my head, I was like, oh my God, do I tell her I see angels? Do I not tell her I see angels? She was from Ireland, I'm in Spain, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, so yeah, like, so I remember when I was like, really improving on my psychic abilities, I would literally like sit and meditate. I would literally put the clear quartz crystal or the amethyst crystal on my third eye. I would sit, I would ohm. I would literally do candle spells to increase my psychic abilities. But the most basic um, um, like recipe and formula for like unlocking um, your psychic abilities, for removing those blocks and for stepping into that, um, power that you have is the bare minimum is the belief that you can do it is the intention okay and most importantly is the practice because our psychic abilities are literally a muscle okay they need to be worked on they need to be improved on that is why like when you're scrolling down tiktok and you see those people doing like the intuition test stop for a hot second and see if you can do it because that literally is how you are going to work and refine your intuition um also, like I just said, how like everyone has these psychic abilities inherent to them. Now we might have um, one or two, maybe that are more strength, more powerful than others, right? So one thing that like I have found is like when I feel like I'm lacking in one, sometimes another one may come in to help me receive that message. So for example, they all work together, right? Because this concept of non-duality, there there's no separation. There just is everything right so like i know when i see auras in people most of the time i see auras clairvoyantly clairvoyance is clear seeing claire means clear okay so from my knowledge there's clairvoyance clear seeing clairaudience clear hearing clairsentience clear feeling which could be like an emotional or physical and then clear cognizance clear knowing now there's also um i don't think um anyone said it Claire Gustin's is clear tasting and Claire agency is like psychrometry. So like you can touch an object and as soon as you touch the object, you start getting these like psychic senses and feelings. So now for me, normally clairvoyance is like one of my um, uh, more strengthful, more powerful Claire's. So like if I'm like looking at you, whether I want to or not, and I start seeing like an aura around you, um, I literally like, see the color. Now, if someone's like asking me to read their aura and let's say I'm not, not as high vibrating today. Let's say like I was eating some meat or like I wasn't like having the best combos and my vibration is like naturally lower. I might be faltering or lacking in my clairvoyance. So if I'm trying to see the color and I can't, I, I always can close my eyes and I say, okay, guides, okay, angels, hit me, baby. Tell me what, what color is it? And then all of a sudden, before I can even like, before I can even get that, those words, words out of my head I already I, I either see the color in my mind or I see the word in my mind or I hear it in my mind and that is literally like the other Claire's jumping in right that's them that's other Claire's filling in that gap for me now remember I said the base is belief the base is intention right so that's why like before I could even like get those words out of my mind it comes because I'm setting the intention I believe it okay um um also with remote viewing okay so like we talked about remote viewing 
I'm so, so glad that Brendan um, brought up the karma um, about remote viewing because yes, we love astral projection. Yes, we're here for it. We love that, okay? But we have to remember that free will is a primal distortion. Every create, every hum, every being on this earth, well, every 3D being, so I'll be like human, has a has free will. It's how infinity experiences infinity, okay? So we cannot infringe upon that. And when we do, we accrue karma. So if I want to astral project, let's say I have a crush, right? Say I have like a crush on this like, guy down the street and i want to go and like sneak a little peek and see what he's doing in his room okay you really think that his guy his spirit guides let's say he works with archangel michael you really think archangel michael is gonna let me go go up in there and see him and what he's doing absolutely not so like even if you can like get through those guides even if you can get through those barriers those wards whatevs it's not gonna be good you know, and like one of the things that the CIA notes in their study on remote viewing and astral projection is that when you're in the astral realm, that's where thoughts manifest. That's where those timelines are blurred, right? So when you're astral traveling, when you're like out about and around, you there's entities there, there's different energies and spirits, and you will be the reality in and of itself is skewed all the more reason to abide by free will and respect those boundaries as you would want done to you that golden rule in every religion do to others as you would want done to yourself okay um my last thing that i wanted to just talk about before i bounce out um is my first psychic message before um t doing a before like um like i used to like my very first psychic message without any form of um, like a guide. So like I wasn't using a pendulum. I was not using angel cards. Like it was like full on sitting with someone trying to get that message with nothing to just pull, right? I was in a psychic development class and I was sitting with this woman, Diane. And the goal of, the, of the, our little session this time was to get a psychic message, right? And I remember we didn't want anything for like love. We didn't want anything for like marriage. All we wanted was validation. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, let's do this. So I close my eyes. I get into my like my center and like my my favorite like affirmation, my mantra that like turns me on, like turns everything, all my psychic senses on. I am one with the all that is. You are connected to everything. As Sam says, non-duality. You are literally, not only are you connected to everything, but in the microcosm, you are the center of everything, okay? So I literally put my hands out. I say my mantra and I'm getting ready, I'm connected. I, so I, I see black, right? Just like when you close your eyes and all of a sudden I see a sunflower. Then I see a field of sunflowers. And I, first I'm thinking this is kind of weird. So I open my eyes and I'm like, all right. I'm like, what's up with sunflowers? And she's like, I love sunflowers. Sunflowers are my favorite. They're my thing. I just bought the most beautiful sunflower set today for my kitchen. And I'm like, oh my God. That was my first psychic message. That came through clairvoyance because I saw it, okay? So then I was like, oh my God, yes, I'm in the flow. I closed my eyes for a second message. Almost as soon as I closed my eyes for that second message, I was jolted by pain in my left knee. And I closed and I opened my eyes and I'm like, ow, my left knee. And she's like, 
oh my God, my left knee. She's like, I have had problems with my left knee my entire life. Um, I actually just had to go for surgery um, the other day on my left knee. And I'm like, oh my God, that was a feeling. That's clairsentience, right? So we're able to discern and see the difference um, in between of uh, the clairs. Um, and yeah, so that's that's a little bit. And when you were unlocking and coming in tune and in touch with your clairs and with your guides and your psychic senses, make sure that you know your guides are helping to be the intermediary as you are here in the 3D physical. So one time I saw a black aura around someone. Me, I do not associate black auras with good around people. And I've only ever saw black auras once in my life. And that was the only time. I was so scared. I screamed. Spirit turns off when you get, when you're frightened. So upon seeing the black aura, I screamed, the aura disappeared. And then that night in meditation, I said to my guides, guides, I don't want to receive negative messages. I don't want to be the conduit for, for negative messages. And that's just me. You know, and ever since I have not received a message that would frighten me or frighten someone else. So to bypass yourself and making sure that you're not um, putting on those subconscious blocks, you can say to your guides, guides, this is what I need, right? You are the conscious creator of your reality. As you say, so it is, my friends, okay? Um, yeah, so that's basically it. Um, my, I am, I am at the Chris Cologne on TikTok. I am at the Chris Cologne 97 on Instagram. Love you all. Namaste. The divine in me bows to the divine in all of you. Okay. Mwah. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, brother, so much for just sharing your wisdom there. And yeah, again, you know, like Chris, have, have you, have we made, have we made TikTok videos specifically about activating our psychic abilities? Has that already happened yet? We're going to do more of those in the future, no doubt. So yeah. yeah join 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 chris's patreon coming up in the future and all that stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cool awesome chris thank you so much man super super valuable and and uh as long as again nobody's here uh, chris are you heading out soon like is your schedule like are you probably going to be jumping off soon um i mean scope on things it's 4 a.m here i it's really want to hear uh what cat has to say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and, and like i'm gonna i'm gonna bounce out like i literally went to sleep set an alarm then woke up to be here uh perfect man yeah that's awesome, dude. Thank you so much, man. Wonderful insight there. And with that said, we'll, we'll go right into Kat. So Kat, get a thumbs up from you if you're ready and we'll pass it over to you. So Kat, following up on Chris's energy, passing the talking stick over to you. Go ahead, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomenon from your perspective. And when you're ready, Kat, you can go ahead and unmute yourself and... I am unmuting. Perfect. What? It hear is you. a challenge today with all the fun tech stuff, mm -hmm. but I'm here because it's worth overcoming for all you amazing beings wow best intro ever <laughs> um i i love the team i love all the info i hope that the audience is really 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 getting something solid out of this um i just want to start with uh your goal for having any of your abilities or bringing any of your abilities out should always be um high vibe happiness seeing the folly of life and what's truly important and basically saving the planet and loving yourself and if if th these should be the goals and the basis for you wanting to do any of this work 
Um, any, yes, there's challenges. Yes. We've deal with our ego. Yes. We go in and out. We have to literally deal with our traumas as our human existence in order to get through to the best psychic abilities possible. However, have a clear vision of why you want to open up your psychic abilities, why you want to touch in and tap into these earth senses. The planet is crying out for our help. These animals, these children are crying out for our help. Us good people, us people are being called to bring out these abilities. There's a reason the planets are in alignment right now. There's a reason we're being put here right now at this time in order to channel these alignments, open these portholes, bring our vibrations up higher, connect on these levels. There is so much that is needed from all of us right now. And good people need to step up into their abilities with clear intention of saving this planet and connecting as community and family once and for all, because all of this has to end and it stops with all of us. The anger, the hatred, the racism, the, 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 the wanting what everybody else has without working for it, the, the victim, the victimization, the, the poor me, the, 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 the self-loathing, it all ends with us. It all stops with us. And we as spiritual, amazing star children have the ability to raise our vibration consciously, subconsciously, super subconsciously. And if you can't even get there, reach out and get help, get help, get who you need to. There's so many people out there that are willing to tap into you and give to you and pour into you because we all want this bullshit. Don't listen to the media. Don't listen to all this crap because you know, it's not true. It's 10% of the world population that wants us to fail because they make money off the power. Power is nothing without respect and admiration without respect and, 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 and just love power is nothing without that. What is power? If, 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 if everybody hates your guts, and you have to choke the life out of everybody to get your last drop of power. That is not power. That's tyranny. Okay, so that's my soapbox. So one of the things, just so you guys know, um, that we a lot of people have touched on, multidimensional universe. Um, governments have used people with psychic abilities since over the 70s, over 50 years. And over 73% of the population actually believes in some type of psychic phenomenon. So not only do we all realize that we have gifts, we have this innate spirit, whether you buy into it or not, there's something scientifically that is making us move. And there's a spirit that is moving these energized, you know, these energized little bodies, this carbon meat suit that we're, that we're playing around with is being animated by these beautiful spirits. So there's something to that. Even if you're not into the woo woo stuff, which that's, that's all fun. But if you're, if you're into science, there's some energy force that's moving these carbon bodies. So if you want to go there, we can go there too. But I want you to, to go where your happiness lies. I want you to go where your joy is. I want you to take care of yourself and love you to the highest of your ability because then you're vibing and it doesn't matter. That, and when, you, when you're vibing at that level, everything else starts falling away. 
the little menial things, someone cutting you on off in traffic makes you laugh, not get pissed. Somebody taking your parking spot is like, oh, well, obviously maybe you, maybe you have a bum leg and you needed to be closer. I'm super healthy. I'm happy to lose an extra calorie and park further away. So you show gratitude in everything. You show kindness in everything. You show grace in everything. This isn't about you. On the micro, micro, microcosm, yes, it's about you. On the micro, it's about you. You are your, your own God or goddess. You are the creator the birther of your universe. You are the one that creates your micro environment because so within, so goes without. So that's the macro. At the macro, so at the micro, I'm a goddess. At the, at the micro, I am the master, I'm mistress of my universe. I am the creator of my universe, which affects vibrationally every other creator. At the macro level, I'm the psyllai in the throat of the universe. I'm insignificant nobody. I'm nothing when it comes to the whole because I'm one drop of the whole. But if my one drop is not doing my job and my vibration, guess what? There's a missing puzzle piece. There's a missing piece to our life force. It takes every single one of you to believe in yourself. It takes every single one of you to love yourself and get past the dumb shit that's holding you back. Get past the stuff that's keeping you blocked. Get past the stuff that, that is imaginary and made up as these gross little blocks. Like Chris was saying, we're, we're, we're jammed down as children. Oh, honey, no, no, no. Quiet down, quiet down. You know what I mean? Or, or no, that's honey. Yo, you're fit. You're, you're, cute little imaginary fan oh that's so cute you know what i mean but but do do we forget so easily do we forget so easily that we we have beautiful things that come to us in dreams and we have beautiful images and that animals connect to us and that we see a picture of an animal or a tree and and feel emotion how do you, how do you feel emotion from a tree how do you feel emotion from a picture how do, there's something to it if you can see this beauty and this joy, that means that we're all interconnected. So again, even if you don't believe it, there's evidence after evidence after evidence that your body believes it, whether your brain does or not. A tear coming down your eye because you, 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 you felt for the animals of Australia that were killed in that fire. Who didn't cry when you saw the images? That shows that you have a spirit. That shows that you're connected and you feel so again, at that, at that macro, macro level where we're all connected, of course you feel every fire, you feel every atrocity, you feel every, every horror that's put on every, every child, every person, every animal, every, every blade of grass, every, every grain of sand, every drop of water that's on this planet is crying out for you to believe in them and for you to believe in yourself so you can do something about this because it takes all of us, it takes all of us to care. And you can care from your chair. You don't have to care from a screen. You don't have to put yourself out there. You can care from home. But what you do need to know is that you need to love yourself, truly love yourself and raise your vibration because that's what all of this is about. That's what all of this is about. You need your big why. You need to be able to believe in yourself for any of this to take hold and for any of this to take seed, because otherwise 
it's just fake and you might as well just go you know go have a fun job go live in somewhere go live in your your joy and not even go in stay in the matrix stay in the matrix it's honestly it's a fun it's joyland it's fun make it fun don't make it miserable make it go make it fun but if you want to step out you step out and you step up because it's time all right so um other last thing i wanted to say is again with the angels your guides the more you ask for the more you get make sure that you are asking for clear and gentle signs and you're giving permission for them to interact uh hierarchies of angels archangels can always interact in and out of our lives at any time your personal guardian angels can interact in your life at any given time service angels and other type of spiritual beings in your life do need permission regularly to interact in your life so the more you talk to them the more you treat them like your beautiful family who loves protects respects and wants the best for you because oh they do the more you ask for that the more they come to you so don't ignore your family because your spiritual is the most important thing that your spiritual is literally you you loving yourself is the most important thing that you could possibly do so drop any any blocks drop any 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 guilt shame all that stuff from the past it's all imagined it's all imagined because all, everything is a lesson to bring forward um i didn't even really talk about psychic phenomenon but I mean, I, my life is psychic phenomenon. I, I, for those of you who don't know, I'm a gypsy. I'm a multi-generational gypsy. It runs in my bloodline. I have done readings and just done intuitive classes and retreats my pretty much most of my life. And I could give you guys a lot of examples, but you have beautiful examples. You don't need the examples. You need to know what this is about. You need to know that you are part of a loving, beautiful universe that wants to survive and wants to find a way for all of us to heal and get along. That's what this universe wants. And that's what this universe is begging you for. You can see it in the eyes of the animal. You can hear it in the cries of the forest. You can see it in the weeping of the trees or, or, or the, 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 the wind howling. You can hear it. It's crying out to you. This planet is calling out to you calling out to all of us so yeah we all have our gifts you know we all have our gifts I, I just don't even know what else to say I, I I think everybody else can fill in blanks but good that, that's <laughs> awesome that's that's beautiful Kat thank you so much for sharing I mean I'm sure I'm sure there is probably more stuff uh, that we can always talk about um, whether it's either now or just later you know like in your in your journeys and everything like that maybe if there's been particular particular experiences or stories that you might feel called to share relative to certain intuitions or premonitions or even telepathy or anything like that. Um, again, whether that's something you would like to share now or later. I regularly, my whole life have gotten so many, I've literally before a bridge collapsed, I saw, I saw a bridge collapsing. Um, I didn't know when, where, um, nobody got actually, no, nobody actually got killed in that one. Nobody got hurt. That was weird. A whole section of bridge fell. Um, one time a balcony, I saw a, ball, a balcony falling. And right after that, um, a balcony from a college fell and some people did actually die in that one. Uh, so one thing I would say about premonitions is if you get them, don't take responsibility for them. You're not supposed to necessarily do something about it just because you see something. And just because you have gifts 
follow your intuition about what you're supposed to do. Again, your energy is supposed to put towards love to raise the vibration of the planet. You're, you, you're not to intrude in other people's journey. And just because you see something, don't see it as a curse. It's always a blessing. Always. It, just because you don't understand it or it may not feel like it feels good because someone transitioned or something tragic happened. Again, that's not that's a judgment from us. We're judging that it's tragic. Maybe they were released out of a horrific pain in their life. Maybe they had, you, you don't know what those people had and what they got released out of or blessed up into, like they could have been released up into something. So don't, don't fear premonition is one thing. And don't fear your gifts, understand them. So that's one thing I would say. Um, I have so, I've had so many clients over uh, almost 20 years of doing readings. Uh, one that stands out the most, um, I've had a lot of high profile clients. I do get to work with some pretty high level people and I, that that's continuing that I love to help. I, I would encourage you to help leaders realize to lead with kindness and not oppression, lead with um, always their heart and that they get more from honey than, than the anger um, because we've got to shift the leaders consciousness of the world. Um, but one in particular, a son was killed in a, in a car accident, in a drunk driving accident and immediately came to me um, vaguely knew the mom had met her a couple of times, gave me a very private message um, called the mom gave the message. She actually was very angry at first. Like, how could you possibly know that? And then she calmed down and realized there's no way that I could know that without her son giving me this information. And that relationship, I've gotten very close with the entire family. Um, I still stay very close with the son, but the son's come back to me many times, had me buy gifts for the family. The first Christmas, he had me buy an ornament in the shape of a heart for his mom and specifically send it to her. And she called me hysterical, just crying, saying that that was his thing. That's what he did was bought her an ornament every single year. Um, there was another time he had me call his sister because he's like, tell her it's okay to go on this date. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I mean, he even showed me these strappy boots she was putting on and I was like embarrassed to even call her, but I called her and I said, oh, are you going on a date? She's like, oh my God, yes. And I was like, your brother wants me to tell you it's okay to go on this date. I feel so silly calling you. And she's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm going out with one of his friends and I was worried he wouldn't approve. And so I've been asking him for the last couple of days to give me a sign that it's okay to go out with his friend and I'm getting ready to go. And I was freaking out. No, I gotta redo my makeup. My makeup's all ruined. And she's crying and everything and we're laughing. And so, so again, trust, trust, trust what you're being told. And if you, if you don't trust yourself just trust your guides and your angels at least and then practice trusting yourself and you practice by doing it you practice by doing it by by following the actions and doing the things that might feel a little embarrassing or might feel like oh that's kind of weird but like he said about the sunflowers just tell them because it means something to them it doesn't have to mean anything to you you're the conduit you're the medium you're the you're the channel right so the information is flowing lovingly through you. You're giving it this beautiful kiss of love and you're getting to share in this beautiful, um, this beautiful connection between realms. I mean, so it's a gift, it's a gift. And I know sometimes it doesn't always feel that way. 
and it's always a gift. It's always a gift. Just remember that. No fear. Awesome, beautiful, powerful, powerful message, Kat. Thank you so much for sharing, and, and even just you sharing that. Um, it's, it's already like I, I can just kind of like see this bigger picture and again the importance of us having this discussion here and um, you know one, one thing that was kind of coming to my to my mind is that you know with these with the with these abilities like yeah like as Kat was saying you know these these abilities in themselves what we recognize as psychic phenomena in a, in a wide spectrum um, they themselves are something that we can begin to adopt as gifts I mean the abilities in themselves uh, I think it's great to be able to see them from the perspective of gifts, but I mean, the, the the fact is like they are essentially neutral and that's not to sort of like diminish their value. But again, you know, whether you choose to see it as something bad or you choose to see it as something good is ultimately a choice. And so I think even though there may be times where it may be a little bit startling, it's also perhaps one stage within your journey where, you know, as you kind of move a little bit further down the line, you'll realize that your natural ability to be able to connect with a bit more of this unseen energy, call it spirit, intuition, premonition, again, just being able to return yourself to the power of the heart is something that will allow you to be able to show up in service for others in very powerful ways. As Kat was saying, you know, this ability to kind of like become the medium, become the messenger, become the bridge uh, between worlds as well. And so, um, yeah, lots of really, really powerful ideas here that, that again, you know, I think each and every single one of us, especially for those of us who are on this spiritual journey, as we continue to kind of awaken into our spirituality, we will continue to show up in these moments where it will be because of our ability to, to, to connect with people on an energetic level, to connect with people on an unseen level that will allow us to take part in the healing, that will allow us to take part in the story that's going to bring us back to a place of empowerment. Because yeah, we need we need to feel what the earth is feeling right now we need to feel what we are he what we are feeling right now so that we can heal it we need to feel it to heal it again you know if you think about this like if you dull your senses like that's going to kind of cut you off from the world and so it can be a little bit scary sometimes to sort of say you know i'm opening myself up to this but there's a way to do it again you know with the supportive community and just listening to these discussions and just knowing that it is something where what appear at some point in your story could eventually lead you to this ability where you're like whoa you know like now i really enjoy doing something as you know like tarot readings or or whatever sort of intuitive messaging uh can work through you and that's essentially what it is where kind of going back to the shocker thing it's like this this stream of consciousness kind of runs through you like water the consciousness it's like water and then when we kind of allow ourselves to be in that connection in that heart space that consciousness will flow through us we become a conduit of it we become a bridge for it and that's again as Kat was saying that's where you'll find that in those moments you'll be like talking with someone and you'll be like like, I'm just going to say this. Like, I'm not exactly sure why I need to say this, but I'm going to say it. And then you end up saying it and they're just like, whoa, like I really needed to hear that right now. So it's a very powerful idea. And, and I, I'll just share one quick experience. This is a very powerful experience. And I'm going to pass it over to Gleb. I, I know Chris actually jumped out here and, and Kath, there's anything else you just want to um, wrap up with. And again, we'll, we'll keep moving around. We'll have time for everybody else to chat, chat here. I've had a lot of, um, uh, of experiences related to like premonition and things over the years. Um, obviously even just like between my partners, even like shared dream experiences, again, just thinking things before people say them, 
um, having that additional foresight and, and even just minor moments, even in like hockey, like even like premonition in hockey becomes a thing where it becomes very intuitive, where like I'm not thinking, but I'm just like present and I'm just moving through um, because again, I'm feeling the future. You almost become when when you begin tapping into this idea, you're basically eventually becoming Neo from the Matrix where eventually like, you know, you, you can kind of like dodge bullets, so to speak, because you're so in that zone. Um, the one thing that was really, really powerful, um, this, this is a little bit of a story that's outside of the paradigm shift stuff that a lot of people here aren't too, too familiar with. Um, but there was a documentary that I made back in 2010 and, uh, and, it, and it was actually about a, a Canadian soldier. This was um, because like me and my dad, we, we were involved. Uh, we, we kind of ended up this doc. It just, this documentary landed in our lap. Um, my dad always had this interest in, in military. And then we ended up this, this documentary just kind of happened. But anyways, long story short, it was a documentary about uh, a Canadian soldier who um, was killed in Afghanistan back in 2000. 2009 and uh and so here i was basically left with the responsibility where i had to like edit together a documentary that included interviews with his family which were heart-wrenching but also his own home footage and so there was a lot of stuff where i was literally like i never met this guy in real life we were close in age and i was watching all these videos and undeniably i just felt this presence of his spirit with me and i was open to this and then there was one particular moment where something really kind of like freaky i'm putting that in quotes happened where um earlier into the production i made almost like a demo video that we ended up showing at his uh at his one year uh like memorial mass and it was like a surprise video and it was like this montage that we made and i picked a song for it and um the song uh oh geez it's like dj sammy i'll sing it even though i'll, I'll butcher it where it's that song where it's it's like baby you're all that i want Cause I'm lying here in my arms da, na, 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 na. We're in heaven You know, like you probably heard that song in some way Anyways, why did I put that song in there? I don't have a logical reason as to why I put that song in there But something told me, put that song in there Lo and behold, we ended up showing it at the, in the, in the, at the service And his girlfriend comes up to me and like with their friend and they're like they're like how did you know to use that song like how and she's crying right she's like like just like so like just emotional and for multiple reasons she's like how did you know to choose that song and i'm like i'm like i i no one told me to use that song like i just i i just it just it, it, and again and it wasn't like i was taking credit for it like we both of us she was very spiritual too and we were just like yo like that was him like communicating through us and everything like that so you start to get into this idea that you know um like our friends our family you know loved ones and everything like that when we start opening up to this idea of psychic phenomena we start realizing that even though they may not be in the physical body they're not that far away they're still here they can still be present within our reality and on that note i'll just mention for everybody here and i kind of wish chris was in here a second ago because i know um he would get hyped up on this too Next week's podcast, and I'll just say this here, and then we're going to pass it over to Gleb, and then uh, we got, to, and then Z, uh, we'll pass it over to Z afterwards, and then a couple other people, and, and then Jolisa. Um, next week's podcast, within the genre leading up to Halloween, first of all, on the Thursday before the 31st, that's going to be like a, like a Halloween party broadcast where we're going to be talking about the spiritual wisdom of Halloween. And we're going to be having some like Halloween dance party and you guys are going to be invited to dress up. So that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be just more kind of like casual and stuff. Um, but also sharing wisdom about the spiritual wisdom of Halloween. I'm excited for that. The one between that, the one following this week, uh, coming up on whatever on the 20, 
22nd is going to be, and I haven't fully picked up the title here. It's going to be something along the lines of spiritual wisdom of spirit and hauntings. I'm not 100% sure if I'm calling it that, but not from the perspective of just like, ooh, this is entertaining. But let's literally show up as a community and kind of look at the concept of hauntings. Can we understand this? Can we look into this? And again, under seeing how this discussion is actually again kind of segueing uh into that so again just within the genre of halloween we'll talk about it maybe got some spooky stories and everything like that um but again approaching it from a with the intention to educate and to understand and also to respect the concept as well so if that's something you're interested stick around for that that will be the podcast after this one if you're interested in that one if you're excited for that one drop an 11 11 in the chat and uh yeah stay tuned and bring your stories for that one so with that said, we're going to keep passing along here. There's a couple other things that I want to be able to hit upon, but we're just going to keep moving here. But again, I like that idea of like, you know, feeling the earth and then feeling what needs to be healed. And then also the idea of being world bridgers and our psychic abilities, our quote unquote psychic abilities are our ability to be able to be world bridgers, whatever that means to you. Um, real quick, Kat, was there anything else that you just wanted to hit upon before we pass it over? If you wanted to just uh, anything, closing notes just for now, we can always share in more later. It's up to you, Kat, or you can just pass it. It's up to you. Go go ahead, Kat. Honestly, the older thing, the one thing I did want to touch on is that um, I've actually done a lot of uh, high-level energy work as well. Uh, like bending the metal and, and walking on fire and broken glass and doing work with arrows and breaking boards. So if that's something that, again, that breaks the scientific, like that breaks the physical realm, it's a lot of fun to play with. So again, that's a real, it's a cool area that we haven't really tapped onto too much tonight. Um, but it's a fun, it's a fun Avenue. It just shows what's possible when science meets spirituality which to me is magic so and life is magic so absolutely have awesome. fun yeah absolutely <laughs> that that's and, and thank you cat we'll definitely if you're if you're able to stick around there i'd love to just be able to hear some of your experiences with that and and again you know by the end of this yeah you know Hopefully this podcast will just kind of inspire you guys to do a little bit about spoon bending. And we'll talk a little bit about spoon bending and, and other little things that you can kind of do even just within your own household to be able to test your, and even outside, even in nature, to be able to test your ability to be able to, again, affect things with intention, with this idea of being able to like understand that all is energy, that all is consciousness. And when you really open your heart to that idea, magical things do happen, as Kat was saying. All right, so with that said, uh, let me just check in. Um, Gleb, give me a thumbs up if we're ready to pass it over to you. And then following that, um, Z, did you want to go after that? Is that okay for you? And uh, okay, and then after that, uh, I know David and then Jolisa. And if anybody needs to just even just figure out the order, if you guys want to swap or anything like that, you guys let me know in the chat. But with that said, we're going to pass it over to Gleb. So Gleb, go ahead, introduce yourself and share a little bit about your perspective on the spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomena. Welcome, dude. Go ahead. Thank you, Brandon. I uh, love cats and everyone else's insight. I actually left a little late because I had to talk to my friend. <coughs> anyway, uh, you can find me on TikTok. It's Gleb underscore the underscore Titan or on Instagram. Bridger, no, Titan dot Bridger of Worlds. Anyway, funny how you said Bridger of Worlds, Brandon. Um, so. The immediate thing that comes to mind in terms of psychic phenomenon is that when I was in um, college and just going for graphic design, I would, on my off hours, and I had like hours between classes, so I would find someone that I felt drawn to, 
and just watch them from afar and draw them intuitively. Like I drew my friend last night and I just kind of like see colors and I then I draw them. I have um, their higher self kind of communicate with me and I sometimes have it with like just random people I used to at least. And now I'm just kind of relearning what I already had. I could just like tap into their essence and like know what they want or like this just kind of speak to me that way and then when i like some people say it's boredom but i find it to be like the creative center because if, if you're bored and you don't know why you're bored you're probably a very creative person you're not expressing yourself creatively that's what i found um so that's one of the ways that i connect with my psychic abilities um another way is um I would um, anyway. I need to rephrase the question. That's probably why I can't think of it. Uh, whenever I do like connect with someone on a on their essence, I did it once on with a kid accidentally, like completely accidentally. I was just looking at the kid, like I think he was like five, maybe six, sitting with his dad on a train. I'm just like, hey, dude, just thinking to him. He's like, wait, you can hear me? Oh, geez, wait, what? And he's like nodding. <laughs> I'm like, cool. That's fun. And he was like super loving energy, like super grounded, super loving. Like he like he was going on a monster truck rally with his dad and he was like just hugging him. It was, was kind of cute. Yeah. Um let's see. I found it best when you when you're allowed when you allow yourself. To, uh, to access your psychic abilities to allow yourself feel the things that you want to feel especially the things that you feel like people are suppressing you with like the things that you're wanting to do and you feel like you don't want to do them because of someone told you it's probably because you need to do it like personally for me my guides found this like a system where it works for me where um if i feel resistance to a certain object it's probably because i need to do it it's like it's more or less for like a, like a step, like you need to put an effort to step over that boundary. Like, you know, when you're climbing upstairs, you need to put your foot up. Basically what, you know, if you have traumas, because all of us, all of us have trauma, you'll have a barrier that you need to overcome. Some barriers are just simple. You just need to like step, literally physically step somewhere. You just foot after foot. Sometimes you need to be a little more creative and you need to be allowing yourself to step into a relationship that you might feel like it's, I don't want to. Anyway, anytime you find a resistance, ask yourself why you're resistant. And it's, uh, the answer will probably be is because you need to go towards that and your guides will help you or, or your friends or your family, whoever you connect with uh, in your spiritual journey. But if you are the opposite, like if you want to have the opposite happen, like you don't want, don't want to go somewhere, you're, you're, for me, it's a feeling of trying to push through it never push through anything that's bad don't don't force yourself to go anywhere if you're if you're getting like a thought in the back of your mind saying that you shouldn't go there and you just kind of feel like you're powering through it stop immediately and assess the situation because it's probably be, you're powering through it you're basically like powering through a thing that you don't want to do and it's probably rooted in either trauma or a karmic lesson 
or you're rooted in a situation in the current time that is forcing you to power through something that you need to learn from and eventually move past because it's not for your highest good if you're going through something that is you're putting in effort but as soon as you put in that effort you feel exhausted that's not how spirituality works like you you when you put in effort you're supposed to feel better and more relieved and more in tune and more relaxed not the opposite i feel like that's all i need to say Wonderful. Gleb, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And and again, you know, like I, I, I wish that for everyone where it's like we really start to be able to develop a better relationship with our own intuition. Because I think that's kind of the thing, kind of like with what you were saying, you know, if we haven't been taught to do it, these sensations might arise, but we don't identify them. We don't we don't really like acknowledge them or understand what they're doing, because oftentimes what we identify as our intuition, our psychic information, it can be very subtle. It can be very soft. And so this is, again, you know, the benefits of just being able to practice mindfulness and meditation. And when you can begin to kind of like clear out the excess noise, it allows you to be able to really listen. And like you were saying, it will be those moments where it'll say, you know what, go this way instead of going this way. You know what, try this path. You know what, listen to this person and, and those little things. And, and again, when you do that, usually you'll find that it's going to kind of like put you in front of something that is going to be very enriching for your journey or something that you like needed to see or hear in that moment. So Gleb, awesome, dude. Thank you so much for, for joining and for being here once again and sharing your experience. So awesome. And I, and I love, I love the story of the, the psychic abilities with a kid, with a kid on a, on a train. That, that's cute, man. Like I, I have this theory where it's just like kids are just like always telepathically communicating with ourselves. But then we as adults, we just like, we're just like, no, that's crazy. Like we don't believe you or something, but then they're having like full on conversations and just like making fun of us behind our back. Maybe, I mean, moving into the future, like what would happen if we start literally just kind of encouraging our kids to be open to that idea and open to these not as something where it's like oh you know this is out there but it's like no this is actually normal and again kind of what i was talking about earlier <clears throat> in that documentary superhuman yeah like straight up there were kids with blindfolds on and they were reading books a person would hold up an object and they would say what the object was like 100 like in these and, the, and for these kids and these are just regular happy everyday kids but they can freaking see with like their mind's eye and with their heart. And it's just like a regular thing for them, you know, like what would that society look like? What would that future look like? So um, again, you know, it's not purely just for fascination, but, but it is something that again can also lead back to, to just being able to help more people understand that we are capable of so much more. And, and regardless of whether or not you fully know what that is, that is the idea in itself we are capable of so much more we are capable of so much more than we have been led to believe and so let us reclaim reclaim that story of uh of us stepping into our empowerment and becoming straight up real world spiritual superheroes or whatever one think of it as so magic is real and you are the magic all right let's keep passing the talk and stick around here and uh just keeping an eye on the time um i did want to get into like that intuition test there's no rush on that we're gonna pass it to z and then david did you want to go after z was that does that work for you if we do that and then um anybody else we got uh Jol and then jolisa and then cassie and robert okay so we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll go through everybody here and then anybody who's after that afterwards will still be around for just a popcorn style discussion and um yeah we'll just we'll just go with the flow so Z, passing it over to you. Thank you so much for being here. Go ahead, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your perception of spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomena. Okay, so 
Um, I had my spiritual awakening probably like four years ago, five or so. And part of that was being in naturopathic medical school. And while I was there, I actually met. So my first experience was with, with energy healing was with someone called Dr. John Amaral. He was a chiropractor, um, but he does network spinal analysis. And he was like the person who does energy work on Tony Robbins before Tony Robbins goes on stage. He also does energy work on celebrities and all these things. And when I first met him and I was told about what he does, <laughs> I literally said to him, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was, a, you know, I worked with him for a good year and a half and he taught me things and I started to experience things. My heart was exploding, blah, blah, blah. All these, you know, magical things that come with your spiritual awakening and, and, and the credibility that he was able to provide. Um, one day I went to a retreat where his family, his wife and him, they're both network spinal analysis, energy healers, um, but chiropractors. And Tony Robbins' niece was there. It was, um, so his, you know, I've been involved with her family and she's just this 19 year old girl and she's on the table with like four other people there. There's 20 of us total um, on the table. And all of a sudden she's like, well, who's that person standing over there? And we're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it's this old lady. And it turns out the, the guy sitting next to her's grandmother died like three days beforehand. And what she was seeing was the de his dead grandmother. And she was trying to communicate through her to him. And basically she woke that on the table, then and there started, was able to start seeing the dead. Clearly she could describe them to the T and just starting, started channeling the dead in front of us, <laughs> all 20 of us. Um, and of course my mind was blown. Um, you know, I knew about astral projecting and I knew about like intuitive belief systems, but this was next level shit to me. And at least, you know, um, and I wanted to test it. So my mind, you know, the cognitive dissonance is there and I'm aware that it's there and I want to test it out. Um, and I had a friend in medical school with me whose brother died while we were in medical school together, which was really unfortunate. And I called her up. I was like, Hey, if there's any way that this shit is real and you can talk to the dead, like, let's do this. <laughs> and I flew her to Vancouver where Tony Robbins' niece was. Her name is Shayla. And I was like, let's do this. And in that session, you know, she just completely channeled her brother. She literally started with like, there's a man stepping. I didn't tell her anything about my friend, not even her name. Cause to me, this was more validation for me too. It was the final, it was the final straw for me to have it proven beyond doubt. Right. Um, and she started channeling and she saw, uh, she started describing, she was like, it's a man that's about 27 years old, which is exactly the, how old he was when he died. She starts showing, he took all these pills. It seems like it was an overdose. And this is what he was doing that night. And this is who he's on the phone call with before he went in, he got into a fight with his girlfriend and he did this. He took a bunch of pills. He suffocated and he passed out and like in great detail, she knew where his brother was in the house when he was found dead. And my, that's not even something that she knew, you know? Um, but for her, it was so healing because he was able to tell her, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, it was an accident. I need a mean for it. And that's a big question mark for people like, was this on purpose? You know, so for me, I, that was the beginning of my exploration with the psychic phenomenon to a very extreme level. And, <laughs> and then I took that and ran with it. And I started exploring everything and anything online. I wanted to get everyone to tell me about my past lives. I wanted to, get, I wanted to see if different people would tell me the same thing again, because my mind is in like validation form at that point. And now I'm like, 
there's infinite timelines and you can get a lot of different information. You have to really resonate from within to decide what reality you want to create. And and now I use, you know, I have psychics in my advisory team for my companies and <laughs> I utilize them to make decisions for companies, uh, you know, for growth in general, even just Airbnbs. I was like, I called up my tarot card reader. I was like, all right, I'm going to read out these names. I need you to tell me yes or no if I'm going to like it. And at the same time, I'm doing the same thing because I look at a listing and I intuitively try to find insight. Am I going to like this place or not? And just go through. And it's been sharpening my own intuition because what I think is going to happen, either he validates or not, or I test it. I've been doing this for years now. So it's like, so psychic phenomena can be used to like different gifts that people have. You can interact with them for whatever your own purpose is and to, to grow your own. And then like, I help him grow his because I ask him questions no one else normally does because I like to take it further. Um, so it's just, it's been a great, it's been a great ride. And I just, I want to empower these people. Like there are so many people that have psychic abilities that can't even talk about it or they're not given the context to like kind of just grow. And this is what this is really fucking great for. It's like, you can talk about it. You're like, oh, you can do this. You see colors too. You see aura too, or whatever, you know, like whatever it is. Um, just even more definitions by Chris about the different type of sentience you can be um and like discovering our own I don't know it's like mine's more real time like as things are happening it just kind of like clicks like I'll be walking down the street I'll be told to like go intuitively into a one place or if I'm online intuitively just randomly keep clicking through it I'll find the right person like Brandon <laughs> um and like you all did actually if you think about it <laughs> The little corner of the internet we are in right now is so good. <laughs> um, I would say psychic phenomena got us here. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's incredible. I think the next generation is going to have even more psychic abilities. They're more clairvoyant than us. It's to some degree, Gen Z is fucking sensitive, you know. So I'm I'm excited to see this conversation grow. Um, and it be, still penetrate the mainstream even more on my job applications. I ask for people's horoscope signs now, you know, I want to know that shit and, um, whatever else we can do to like normalize this. So I love it. Anyways, that was my experience and how I use it today. Okay. Awesome. Z, thank you. Thank you so much. And, and fascinating story. Uh, again, you know, just the, the idea that, uh, again, just a connection with, uh, Tony Robbins niece, you know, like it's just. <laughs> it's it's a fascinating story and and yeah just really appreciate you sharing so yeah Dude, and, and shayla's mom is now starting to see things she started taking supplements mm. specifically oh, to open her third eye <laughs> like it's like running in their family now they have a cousin who is has the same amount of psychic ability as her it's just it's crazy but amazing yeah, amazing. yeah. that's fascinating and, and i mean that that's almost a topic there in itself this idea that again you know these these uh kind of like natural psychic abilities can run in families you know like again for some people it's just like oh no like i'm my grandmother was clairsentient my grandmother was clairaudient like i could see you know auras and spirits and everything too and, and again you know with any of that stuff it's important that you know for everybody here again reminders state the obvious like don't just feel like it's like oh yeah you know like 
I need to open my third eye because that's what all the cool kids are doing and that's what the TikTok <laughs> videos told me to do. Again, a reminder, <laughs> practical information here, what you want to be able to do is is ground yourself, balance your, your chakras, so to speak. And it's not just about having a blown open third eye, but it's about being able to balance it as well. So again, focus on if you're if you're just like, how do I activate my psychic abilities and everything like that, opposed to just kind of like running down the, the as opposed to just sprinting into that. Focus on the simple things. And this is stuff we've talked about in the other podcasts and everything. But again, you know, focus on your diet, your exercise, your sleep, your water, your sunlight, connection with community. These type of things are essential for any aspect of your spiritual path. And as you just continue to bring in the healthiness on that level, it will give you more of a foundation to be able to approach more of these aspects if you choose to be able to to do so. And, And yeah, you know, it may even be something as simple where going back to what Tim was saying, and I'll just hit upon this real quick. We know that the what what we see with our with our with our baseline eyesight, with our with our baseline reality, is only a fraction or perhaps a fractal of what is all around us. And and I'll just explain this in a very simple way. Where um, again, you know, we are literally in an ocean of energy, and, and that ocean of energy is also an ocean of information. And when you start to work with the third eye or even again, if you're working with meditation and even breath work and psychedelics, from my understanding, the way how it's basically working is that, again, you know, right now within this reality, we basically have filters that are naturally applied to the way we perceive the world. When we are working with these abilities, we are slowly beginning to kind of like pull back the filters. And when you have these experiences um, that like with, again, you know, psychedelics and stuff like that, what you're actually seeing in addition to the brain kind of sometimes just, you know, piecing things together the best it can is literally the energy that is all around us, so to speak. Um, and so this is where it gets into this idea that, and this, this is a quote that came out of a parapsychology book that I read when I was like 20 something, and it just really stuck with me. And it's this basic idea that if humans are capable of experiencing psychic phenomena, at all what's preventing us from experiencing it all the time and so again this is when from this perspective it's like this idea that we are psychic by default literally by default because when you think of it like we are literally you know just like antennas in this ocean of energy you can't escape the information but what you can do is kind of like put these filters on it so over time we can begin to kind of become aware of what these filters are and these filters may literally be belief systems you know they could be the 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 habits that you've kind of adopted and as you start to kind of begin to shift those this is where you start to begin to open up into more of these potentials and possibilities and if you're even just looking for simple things you know this is where you can start getting into the idea of practicing seeing auras and this is where one thing that you can do if you're sitting in a room with someone if they're sitting in front of a white wall that's well lit kind of focus your gaze a little bit off of them relax your vision kind of bring yourself into that stillness focus on your breath and observe observe and see what you notice a lot of this idea of practicing developing your psychic abilities beyond just um you know intuition but more so the direct experience such as like spoon bending and seeing things you can approach it from a very kind of scientific thing where it's like without the expectation you're simply 
observing what happens. So again, you can apply the same concept where you could literally go out in nature and go sit in nature. And if you look at like a tree line, some of you have probably done this. You look at a tree line or just a tree in general and you sit there for a while and you just kind of meditate and connect with your breath. Again, what you're doing there is you're slowing things down and you're connecting with the ocean of information that you are already in. And what I found is that when you kind of move yourself into this place of stillness, the natural filters that are always usually active kind of begin to just kind of like unfold. They kind of begin to turn off slightly, even just for a moment. And so when you're in that stillness, when you're in that mindfulness, when you're in that Zen space, when you're in that heart space, this is where if you're looking at a tree outside, you may begin to kind of like notice some like additional kind of patterns beyond it. It might be, again, you can think of this as like the aura of the tree. And again, same thing with the spoon bending, um, simple things on spoon bending. I'll just hit upon this real quick. So we haven't done this spoon bending is, is a practice where it's not to prove whether or not you can bend a spoon. Um, we did this as a team where it's like, Hey, look, I bent a spoon. That's not the impressive part. The, like anyone can bend a spoon if you brute force it. Um, the idea behind this is that when you work with the spoon, you can set this basic intention of target intention release. And so you target your, your focus on the spoon, you connect with it on like a molecular level, you practice dissolving this, this, this concept, you, you practice dissolving the illusion of separation, you really connect with it, you set the intention for it to heat up or for it to bend or for it to just kind of vibrate. And then you release, you release the expectation. What we were talking about earlier, you open yourself up to just kind of observing, you're observing at this point. And this is something that may take a little bit of practice. Cause I think for some of us, our logical mind will just be like, be like, we're waiting for something be like, this is stupid. This isn't going to work. If you have one molecule of doubt inside of your left toe, it will probably prevent it from working. So this is part of the practice of being able to kind of like practice really observing the mind and just seeing what it feels like to really move into that place where at this point the benefit of us having this conversation is to just remind you that yes it is possible and if it can happen for one person it can happen for any person and so knowing that it is possible you can allow yourself to just kind of begin to show up for that practice not with the expectation of something happening but merely for the process of observing something happening and then when you do that what you'll notice with the spoon bending in particular you'll notice that the spoon the molecules in it will begin to kind of like heat up and this is where the spoon will become more malleable almost like a putty and then when you listen to your intuition you're just kind of like okay now i'm gonna bend it and then you go and when you're doing it from that way you'll find that it will bend very easily opposed to the brute force method um, as well. So it's that observation where you might want to try one brute force and then you may want to try one with the practice and notice the difference and observe. And again, you know, you can go out there. Um, other quick things to be able to practice like ESP and everything like that. There's actually an ESP trainer app which was uh, developed by Russell Targ, the guy from the TikTok video that's going viral right now. Um, and again, that, the, the TED talk they did, Russell Targ is someone who I would encourage you to do more research on. They studied uh, the psychic phenomena for decades uh, within like the CIA as part of their program. But they have a little app that you can download that's called the ESP Trainer. And again, with this, there's like four different cubes and then you try and pick a cube that has an image under it and then when you do there's like a, a visceral sensation that comes through your phone there's a haptic response a vibration and then you try and again basically just what you're doing here is you're allowing yourself to feel the future and it's what you're feeling this is it took me a second to kind of clue into this but once i did i'm like okay this makes sense what you want to do is you actually want to almost like feel the future of like 
that memory of the vibration of the future before it has even happened, if that makes sense. So again, you're literally kind of like feeling the future ripple into you, even if it's just within a short moment's notice, and then you click whatever cube, it's a different color, and then you try this, and as you begin to increase it, again, you're practicing kind of dropping into the heart space, removing this logical thing that just says, you know, second guessing every thought that comes in, hearing the information arrive, hearing the future arrive to you, and then just intuitively going with that first one and then clicking a cube and then seeing if you get it right and then just continuing to kind of do this. Um, but yeah, that idea of feeling the future is incredibly powerful because I think a lot of what we identify as a psychic phenomena is again, kind of this idea of non-local information rippling into our present reality as information and us experiencing it through our senses, through our chakras and interpreting it and then choosing how we respond to it within this reality as well. So um, yeah, yeah, super powerful thing. And the other thing I'll just hit upon re real quick here and then we'll pass it over to, to um, David and then we'll pass it over to Jalisa um, is again, you know, this is not something new. All of these abilities are not something new. You can go and look in like the ancient Buddhist scriptures and they would talk about this. Um, within the Hindu scriptures, they have the concept of the cities, S-I-D-D-H-I-S, -D -D the cities. This is again, where they basically talked about these natural like abilities for humans to do. And this is where, again, you know, we're not gonna get too much into this today, but this is where you even get into the idea of, of levitation and levitation actually being quite quite real. Again, going back to the spoon thing, when you realize it's not the spoon that bends, it's actually your mind. And so in that same concept, it's kind of releasing this idea of, of the notion that gravity holds you down and kind of literally raising your vibration to the point where you can literally just kind of, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not an expert on levitation, guys. I can't really talk too much about it, but the concept is fascinating. And you go back and you look at history and there are documented evidence, documented cases of people that saints and everything that have literally levitated so again you know i think it's only within the recent past years um that people are just like no that's not possible and then we fed into this belief but what if we're starting to realize and open up the history books and being like actually you know what maybe this is possible and maybe there is something here that's worth us exploring and worth us looking into um again it's kind of like that idea of us awakening within a dream so in the same way if you wake if you become lucid in a dream you can float and how do you do that by not just thinking about flying, but also releasing the belief that is telling you in the back of your mind that you can't fly. It's a subtle difference. It's a subtle difference. So if you can kind of release the idea that gravity is holding you down, then you just kind of move into that possibility of floating, so to speak. It's very much Peter Pan uh, in, in a way. And again, think happy thoughts, think you can fly, release a belief. And again, be in your heart space, be in that sensation of almost like childlike awe and wonder of feeling the magic. And um, yeah, there's a lot of other little tests that you can do, um, even with the uh, like the size stuff where you could um, get like a water bottle and then you could put a, a toothpick on top of it. And then the toothpick, you can practice kind of moving it with your intention. Um, the other one where you can do where you can like rub your hands and try like moving an empty water bottle or again, moving a toothpick or a Q-tip sitting on the top of a water bottle. Sometimes though, that's not just um, your mind moving it, but sometimes that can almost be like a psi energy ball where you're kind of building up energy in your hand and you kind of like move it towards the object. So there's almost like a, a magnetic presence um, to that that can move the object as well. Again, all these things, it's something that any of us can kind of experiment just with like household items uh, that we got floating around. So uh, go grab those old spoons that you might not be using anymore and go ahead and try this for yourself. And again, just kind of, practice meditating practice bringing yourself into the heart space know that it's possible observe release expectation 
and see what happens for you, you know? So uh, again, this is why meditation is very, very important with all of these abilities because it's about being able to bring ourselves into that heart, mind, and coherence. The last thing I'll just mention here, synchronization of the hemispheres of the brain, very, very important. This is again, how we start to begin to unlock more of these abilities. Um, and we can talk more a bit about that um, maybe on another broadcast as well, just in terms of like the science of the brain and everything like that. But literally when you're at, when you're tapping into these abilities, it's also uh, like this like synchronization of the hemispheres of the brain. But I can't really talk too much on that because I can't really say I'm an expert on that. But again, the idea is uh, very, very fascinating. Um, there's more, more stuff we'll talk about, but let's keep passing around here. If you guys are having fun, go ahead and just leave some comments of gratitude down in the chat. I'm going to still read some of the experiences from people who commented on our social media posts about their experiences with psychic phenomena, but we'll go through some of the people here as well who we haven't heard from just yet. So David, if David, is David still here? Did David, did David step out? Um, Kristen, do you want, oh, David's coming back in here. Okay. So we're just letting David back into the, into the chat room here and then we'll get him uh, on air. Perfect. All right. Awesome. All right, uh, David, give me a thumbs up if you're, if you're ready, if you'd like us to be able to pass it to you next. Perfect. All right, so David, we're going to pass it over to you. Go ahead, briefly introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your perspective on the spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomena. Go right ahead, David. Welcome. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is David Blair. Um, you also can find me as Fistful Wizard on Instagram and YouTube. I'm just simply the wizard on, uh, excuse me, the wizard on YouTube, Fistful Wizard on Instagram and TikTok. Um, getting new into social media, so I don't really have a lot out there, but feel free to check me out in the future if you wish. Um, so I'm still kind of awakening to everything, and in the process of it, I have been kind of looking into my past and realizing that whenever I was younger, I did have some experiences with psychic phenomena. Um, particularly, the main one that stands out to me is back whenever I was in high school with my first girlfriend, first love, all that good stuff. Um, I found that she had. Uh, Sorry, Brennan, couldn't tell if you were talking to me or not. You're good. Okay, awesome. Sorry. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, so with my first girlfriend, I found out that I was able to do psychic, uh, what, what I now know is um, energy healing. Uh, she would have massive headaches, massive pains in her stomach, abdomen, so on and so forth, uh, premenstrual cramps, that kind of thing. And what I found that I could do was just simply uh, close my eyes and visualize the pain that she was feeling. And it was kind of like a black, uh, more or less just like a dark sensation within her. And I would visualize that dark sensation, locate it into a single ball of energy uh, surrounded by a white light energy that I was able to manipulate. And I would physically remove that darkness from within her. And I found that it like she genuinely felt the headache was gone instantaneously. Her cramps were gone instantaneously. It was just really, really interesting to me that I was able to do that with her. And um, yeah, so it was just something that I found really profound and awesome. And I'm trying to get back into doing that. Unfortunately, being uh, not mindful, not paying attention to things going on in life, drug and alcohol abuse, et cetera, depression, that kind of took me away from those powers that I used to have. So I'm trying to get back into all that. And um, yeah, I know that it's, it is my calling to be a healer using that energy healing, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my, uh, my experience with psychic phenomena. <laughs> That's awesome. David, thank you so much for sharing. And, and again, I know we, we hadn't even really specifically hit upon that in detail, but, but yes, in terms of psychic phenomena, 
the idea for like healing like like you know even things like reiki energy healing that fits in with the psychic phenomena category and when you start looking at the idea you know people will be like be like oh i don't believe in psychic phenomena but i believe in reiki it's like what, wait what like what's going on here like is reiki not psychic phenomena because again you know it's basically this idea that you know things are connected uh this and this is where you get like I loved Reiki. When I was learning about Reiki, my Reiki teacher was actually like a guy who was studying quantum stuff. So he approached it from a very scientific thing. And he's like, this actually makes sense. You know, the idea of, of, of action at a distance, like intention affecting things. And uh, again, you know, the idea of literally just being able to like use the energy that moves through us as a way to be able to help move it towards other people. And then the energy has this intelligence to it uh, that can naturally, yeah, like heal people in some way. So there, there, there are aspects of the psychic phenomena where it gets into the idea of people, uh, you know, claiming abilities of being able to heal people um, in ways that otherwise would be considered, you know, very unnatural or perhaps supernatural as well. So um, that again is just one of our abilities. So if you're just kind of like, what are my psychic abilities? You know, the psychic abilities that you may have maybe you know again the ability to be able to hold space for someone to be able to practice doing hands-on reiki if that's something that you feel called to look into it is something that fits into into that possibility uh, as well and the idea that non-local like reiki distance reiki healing works is like testament to the idea that there is something there so that's the that's a big thing with the psychic phenomena is that distance does not matter and there have been tests that, that they have like done to be able to kind of like quantify this um uh, i'll just explain it real quick so you can understand it. like what, what does that mean um there's like one guy he created like this container that was like sealed off and there was like this um device inside of it that was like it was, it was almost kind of like a toothpick on a bottle but more advanced and it could spin and it was completely shut off from like external environment um and so there was like this woman and she was sitting there in the same room as it you couldn't see the object but she was focusing on it and then they would monitor a baseline of an hour without her doing it and notice how the thing like wouldn't really move and then she would come into the room try doing it not touching the object at all but connecting with it psychically connecting with it energetically and then that object would begin to move and then she flew across to the other side of the country and over a zoom call literally did the exact same experiment where again they had the object got an hour of a baseline of it barely moving set the intention she sat down meditated the guy was conducting the experiment and lo and behold this object began to rotate as she was projecting her intention towards it so again you know it's it's i think we're we're, we're leading into that stage where people were just like oh this is like things that you can't quantify but now we're actually finding that there are ways to be able to study it and to, and to approach this from a scientific method and there are lots and lots of researches that research facilities that have been doing this for decades and decades we just don't hear about it on the front page news but absolutely it is happening so um david thank you again for sharing and with that said i'm gonna pass it david oh yeah go ahead go ahead david yep sorry i did just have Not one problem. other thing that i was gonna say um in reference to the energy healing and everything there are some youtube videos presented by matthew mornian and uh I believe it's called Energize Up is the YouTube podcast. Um, but anyway, they do some really good information where this has been medically proven uh, as a quantifiable thing by the medical community. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's fascinating. And, you know, like, what would that look like in the future, whether or not it'll happen anytime soon? But, you know, when are we going to start having, like, 
quote unquote energy healing with inside of our natural, you know, like hospitals or anything like that. Maybe, maybe someday, maybe we're the generation that makes it happen. And, and it is happening in some places, uh, just not on a ubiquitous scale. So again, there's kind of like two realities. There's realities where people are just like, they have no idea this is a thing. And then we got us here kind of like, just kind of planting the seeds and leading the way and everything like that. So um, reality is very, very exciting right now. And, and even just kind of thinking about the idea of how weird the world is, it's also giving us the opportunity, and we've said this before, to begin turning inwards, to begin looking at the subtleties, to begin paying attention to the things that we weren't never paying attention to before. So yeah, the world might be weird. Lockdowns may still be happening here and there. But hey, if it gives us an excuse to be able to start spending time meditating and connecting with our psychic abilities, let's make the most of it is my way of saying it. So thank you for, for making the most of this. All right. Awesome. Let's keep moving around. We're going to pass it to uh, Jolisa and then uh, who wanted to go after Jolisa, uh, Casey. And then uh, again, we'll keep moving around here and uh, Kristen will pass it over to you as well. And um, yeah, I don't even know. Are we at four hours yet? We're probably getting there. So thank you guys so much for sticking around. Let's keep moving through this and we'll do uh, we'll do an intuition test um, shortly. And then I'm going to read some of the comments a little bit later as well. Jolisa, passing it over to you. Thank you for being here. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the psychic phenomenon from your perspective. Hello, my name is Jalissa. Um, I have recently been trying to really get in tune with my psychic abilities more. Um, I was, you know, in the Catholic religion before, so I ended up, you know, fearing all of this. Um, I feared, you know, tarot readings, psychedelics, tattoos. Um, astral traveling that's still a huge one for me that I'm learning how to unlearn and tell myself you know I'm sovereign I'm a being before I was human like reassuring myself you know that this is all divine um but I wanted to share my first experience on having a psychic dream um, this happened around senior year of my high school. I was friends with a lot of cheerleaders and they had their nationals competition coming up. So this is where the district schools that end up qualifying um, come together and they go to a, you know, a place where they can do their performances. So prior to this, I ended up having a lot of deja vu with my friends and you know I kept telling them like oh I remember having like hearing you say that um the week before nationals coming up I ended up having this dream and this dream was literally me at the place and I was watching a team go and after that team was my school's team I ended up seeing, you know, my friends perform and one of my, you know, friends that I was supporting is a flyer. So basically she's the one that goes on top of the pyramid. And in this dream, she went on top of the pyramid. She did her, like her stunt, but she ended up falling. So they ended up losing points and they got second place instead of first place. Um, Coming back to reality, I was with my mom and I told her about the dream I had. And, you know, she was like, no, you're just overthinking it. And I was like, okay, let me just not think about anything. Let's just go in with a clear mind. You know, I'm sitting, I'm watching the team. 
uh, play that was before my school's team. So I was watching them and it was just like the dream. And I thought I was tripping out. And I was like, mom, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. And she was like, no, 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 no. Don't put anything out there. So the other team comes up top. You know, everything was done right. My friend's going up and she ends up falling. And I was like, I could have told her and we could have got nationals. Um, So I ended up telling her after. And she was like, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, well, I didn't know it was real. Like, I thought it was just something that, you know, dream was a dream. But, you know, dreams are more real than this reality we are currently in. But, um, you know, that is something that really held me back was like religion and other people telling me that my experiences were not true. So um, I just wanted to share this uh, story time because I thought it was going to be fun. Um, And I just wanted to let you guys know for anybody that, you know, is fearing this whole thing, make sure you guys surround your guys' selves with people that you genuinely connect with so you can feel comfortable with all this stuff. Because yes, we can be seeing all this stuff, but if we don't actually feel it and have people support us, then it gets a little bit hard. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Thank you, Brandon, for sharing this space. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Jalissa. Thank you so much for sharing. And again, you know, I'm just like, we, we, we literally probably could just make an entire podcast just dedicated to like prophetic dreams, I'm sure. So <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, that's fascinating. And, and, and again, something that I'm sure a lot of people can, can relate to as well. So, um, and how, how long ago was that just for, for context? 2017. Okay. Okay. So not even too, too long ago. So, wow. That's interesting though. So awesome. Julissa, thank you again for sharing. And with that said, uh, we'll, we'll get right into who, who am I passing it to Casey? You're passing it to Casey next. All right. Um, what, what do you guys think? Do you guys want to do a quick little intuition test? And then Casey, can we do that? Can we do a quick little intuition test and we'll pass it over to you? This would be kind of like a little, just even almost kind of like a little intermission. And uh, yeah. Okay. So you got, you guys have probably seen variations of intuition tests. Again, you know, I, I, I love just gauging the content that's showing up on TikTok as even just a scale of where the collective shift in consciousness is right now. And so the fact that, again, we're seeing a lot of videos of people doing like aerokinesis and spoon bending and fire bending and all of these things, it's fascinating. And one of the little things that we're seeing as a little bit of a, a, a trend that I've seen recently is the idea of intuition tests. So going back to the idea of with our psychic abilities, our quote unquote psychic abilities, um, and again, you know, even the word psychic, like eventually by the time we're done this broadcast, it's not going to be something where we're just like, oh, psychic means like crazy fake sci-fi stuff like psychic. Again, the word psy, like psych means mind and then IC means of. So the abilities of the mind and 
all is mine. So it's like the abilities of consciousness inherently in itself. But again, this psychic test is the ability to be able to, again, just practice connecting with our heart and again, feeling the future. If you want to approach it from that concept, if that makes sense for you. So we're going to do here, I actually have four items, four crystals. And even for those of you listening on the podcast on Spotify, you'll be able to take part in this. And uh, yeah, this is just kind of a little bit of an experiment. Very, very simple, but something that theoretically you guys can do. And there's, this is just practice don't have any expectation so i've got four crystals i've got a lumerian quartz so i'm just going to kind of like show you each crystal so that you guys can just kind of see this and even just kind of connect with the energy i've got a amethyst crystal that's kind of like shaped like this uh, little diamondy shape i have got a fluorite prism crystal like one kind of in like a like a kind of like almost like a little mini tower and then i have another one that is a citrine crystal that again is kind of like shaped like almost like a teardrop in, in a sense nice like yellow citrine so you got the quartz clear got the amethyst purplish you got the fluorite more of like that green iridescent and you got the citrine which is more of the yellow so what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to lay these out in front of me. We're going to drop into a meditative space. I am already picking one of these and I just picked it now. And I'm not going to tell you which one I've picked until we take a moment here to be able to just meditate. And so before you even say which one I've picked, again, what you're going to do here, we're just going to gently just kind of take a moment to breathe, literally just like a few moments and just practice feeling the future, practice listening, practice just kind of like imagining that reality where you already guessed it, so to speak. So go ahead and just join me as we take a moment here. And then after we've just kind of followed this little meditation, I'll ask you to even just be able to share which one you feel has been chosen. It's not just which one I've chosen. It's like the universe has already chosen this. So it already, it already, the future's already there, right? Okay. So go ahead, just take a moment here and just kind of connect with your own breath. Just allow yourself to close your eyes and relax for a moment. And I'm just going to not talk here. And just allow yourself to kind of feel the first idea that comes to mind. Just take another couple moments here and then we'll come back. If you've got the choice in your mind, you can gently go ahead, open your eyes. For those of us in the Zoom call, go ahead, type your chat, type your answer into the chat, whatever one you guys think. For those of you in the YouTube, go ahead, type your answer into the chat, whatever it is that you think. So again, we have, uh, I already mentioned them. So quartz, amethyst, fluorite, citrine, whatever one you guys feel is, is your choice. So go ahead, make that choice. This is, again, this is, this is kind of like a little experiment here within the team. This could be like, I don't know, could do an entire broadcast just based around intuition tests. And uh, yeah, just giving people a chance to be able to practice leaving in their answers. And those of you in the YouTube, you guys are leaving in your answers as well. And I am going to tell you which one has been picked in five, four, three, two, one. The crystal that was chosen was the amethyst crystal. 
So if I, who, who, who here, give me, did anybody here within our chat chose Amethyst? Give me like, put your hands like this if you chose Amethyst. Did anybody here choose Amethyst? Did anybody here choose Amethyst? Nobody, did nobody here choose Amethyst? What does that, what does it mean? I don't know, man. I mean, I, again, it's an experiment. It's just an observation there. So um, some people did choose amethyst. Some people did choose amethyst, though. So uh, yeah, yeah. Did I did I put some sort of like psychic cloak shield around that subconsciously? I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But nonetheless, I mean, that was an experiment for all of us. So if you chose amethyst, congratulations. If you chose anything else, congratulations, because you showed up for that practice. And again, what it is that you're doing there is just kind of like becoming familiar as we were talking about even with gleb there's like a like a subtle a subtleness like a subtle kind of like piece of information that comes through so yeah again you can attest that to maybe just being like oh like that was lucky or if you can start to do that again repeatedly in other circumstances then you're starting to realize that there's an actual thing there where you're feeling the future so um, and again, that idea of feeling the future, that can be a way to be able to help you like navigate reality. You know, it can help you in being able to choose, you know, like what you're going to do this day, where you're going to go, what friends you're going to hang out with, what way you're going to go on the internet, even what Z was talking about, like using your psychic intuition to navigate the the internet highways and, and see where you'll end up and what communities you'll be a part of. So Awesome. So good job, everyone, for those of you who took part in that. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. Maybe I'll make some TikTok videos and we can do some more uh, practice training like that. And in the meantime, for that same concept, download ESP Trainer on your mobile app. It's a free app. You can check it out there. And that's, again, the Russell Targ app. So awesome. All right. Thank you again, everyone, so much. Let's get into uh, the next person here. So I'm going to pass it over to Casey. And then after Casey, who's going after Casey here? We still got uh, we got we got uh Kristen, robert and joel so if either of you guys want to jump in and and again you know once we've kind of gone through we'll just make time for a little bit of popcorn style and uh we've definitely covered a lot of ground here so so thank you again everyone um other things that i haven't that we haven't touched upon yet um we didn't really touch upon nde experiences that was kind of in my note that's not fully related but that was just like the idea that when someone has an nde experience it helps them realize that they are more than their physical body we kind of touched upon that earlier with like with uh with tim talking about astral projection uh haven't really gotten into telepathy experiences on psychedelics we may be able to get briefly into that and um maybe even just diving in a little bit deep into remote viewing though i feel like we've kind of given an overall uh just kind of understanding of that and um yeah wherever 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 else we need to go we'll, we'll get there so casey passing it over to you thank you so much for joining welcome once again go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomena welcome hi um yeah i'm casey i'm still new to like social media i've been doing this whole energy work and just going through my awakening for a while but before I like talk about um what I was going to talk about like imaginary stuff um the center of Reiki research and hospital clinics I actually have a page that talks about like all the hospitals and all the clinics that actually offer Reiki sessions um it's at www.in or www.reikiinhospitals.org and it has like a full list of reiki sessions that hospitals do so yeah i thought that was a good good thing to share i'm trying to get my train of thought here um yeah with just 
where was I gonna go? <laughs> Happens every time with like energy and just thinking. Um, no, no rush. Did you, did, I'm, I'm blank. I was going to talk about like imagination and like that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> are there, are there, were, were there experiences of your own that you were thinking about sharing? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's wanna... just nerves that are just like trying yeah. to get myself did here. Um, Not a yeah, mostly it's a lot of adults trying to like bring down imagination like oh yeah you're just lying to yourself like it's a bunch of lies so basically you're just telling them like hey i can control weather and they're like no only like i i grew up um in the church and them trying to like control me and that kind of stuff but i kept on telling everybody that i could control the weather and i could do all this stuff i had imaginary friends and was able to connect to them and just that negativity towards it. And now I've been able to open up and even when I was going through my awakening, I was so scared of just because religion teaches about spirits being like demons or evil negativity things. Um, yeah, I'm losing it again. But that's that's basically imagination is like the key factor to a lot of stuff and just tapping into that primal thing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I agree, you know, like within imagination, it really opens us up to the to new realms of possibility and, and, and really just start being able to to see things outside of somebody else's paradigm. So yeah, you know, some like kind of like what we've talked about before is sometimes people have this notion that, oh, you need to see it to believe it when in actuality, you need to believe it to see it. And this is again, what we were talking about earlier with the, with the kids, like no one's told them, oh, you can't do that. And therefore they have this very, very, uh, you know, open understanding to being able to understand what's possible. And I mean, that gets us into the whole idea of like levitating levitating children there's like a whole phenomenon there of like people who have memories of them levitating as children um and then as they got older they couldn't do it or stuff anymore but but again that kind of ties in with the imagination realms there so yeah um yeah 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 Casey, or even, just, go, go ahead yeah 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 Pass yeah or even like um fairies like um diving diving into fairies and just how that like my first way of being able to see fairies or energy was actually at a powwow um, for our school. We took a bus and went to our fairgrounds to go see a Native American powwow. And that was like the most amazing thing ever. And I had like the, I had a really bad migraine and there was a lot of people actually sick that day. And it was, it was weird. But um, I was like, this is really boring. I'm not getting into it. My head really, really hurts. And I finally looked up to the ceiling and all I could see was like colors, just like the like northern lights was up in the sky and up in the air and like all over the ceiling and being able to see the energy and the like happiness and my migraine like was gone instantly as soon as I saw like the northern lights of the energy and just it was so cool and that was kind of how I stepped into it and felt that energy because I've always had this connection 
to everything really and it's been passed down from generation so everything's linked everything's very knitted <laughs> but yeah that's fascinating and and going back I, i'm i'm i love the idea what you're talking about there the idea of you know like one of the psychic phenomena we didn't even hit upon this yet um is the idea of to be able to like influence weather and to be able to like influence you know like we have this idea of cloud bursting i've seen videos about this on tiktok where basically you know someone's looking at a cloud and they're just kind of setting that intention and then you can basically make it dissolve uh, and again this is where it goes hand in hand with this idea of you know like us being able to connect with the with the energy of water is so powerful because it's like wait a second if you can make a cloud dissolve which is again just water in a different form what can we do with our body? And so this is where it starts getting into this idea of, and, and again, like, oh my God, as I'm just talking about here, it's just like, geez, there's a whole nother podcast topic here. But this is where we start getting into this idea of, you know, being like, oh, like sending you good vibes. I'm sending you good vibes. When we talk about that as friends and family and stuff like that, like, what if we're not just saying that? Like, what if we're like literally meaning it and doing it when you get into this idea of non-local Reiki healing and things like this, this idea of sending someone good vibes, you can literally non-locally connect with their energy field with consent and to be able to, again, connect with the water in their body or the molecules, however you're approaching it, and literally be able to have a distance. So we have this ability to be able to, you know, <laughs> like you, you guys have probably seen that even going back to when there were like the wildfires and people would literally be like, yo, like let's let's meditate for rain and, and basically kind of like do it with that intention. Um, this is not something new. This is not something new. You look at a bunch of other cultures in the past and they would literally talk about being able to influence weather um, with intention and with meditation and with focus and everything like that. So it's again, one of those things where it's like it kind of faded into history, but it's like, yo, like what, what if, what if? So, um, but I mean, Casey, again, I'm just kind of like talking if there's other stuff you kind of want to jump in on or anything like that. Um, go, yeah, like, 100%. Go. That's that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, Casey, was there other stuff that you want to be able to get into that we were talking about earlier or anything? Not that I can think of right now. Just a bunch of amnesia. <laughs> Ain't that the story of everyone's life here? And, and like, that's literally it, guys. Like, it's, it's again, you know, from this perspective of really seeing the bigger picture, like, you know, we came here as consciousness. We like came into this reality, this, this game, this simulation, this beautiful magical realm, whatever you, whatever it may be. And then we have this amnesia. We like agreed to have this amnesia on some level. And now we're going through this beautiful journey of remembering and reawakening. And, and so it's a, it's a very, very powerful journey. So yeah, a little bit of amnesia here and there is uh, not nothing new for, for yeah. us as a collective. So um, again, you know, I think even just in those moments where we kind of uh, feel it's just kind of like be like, oh, like I can feel there's ideas there, but like, where are they? Where are they? You know, those are great moments where it's just kind of practicing just kind of slowing down, connecting with the breath, not having to kind of rush things and just kind of being present in that moment. And then be like, oh, okay. And whether it be the exact thing you thought you were going to say, or maybe something new will come through. And maybe the idea of you having amnesia was actually still divine spirit kind of being able to say like, hey, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. You know, like it's no expectation or anything like that. So awesome. Casey, is there anything else you want to share before we pass the talk stick around? I think that's it. I think I got most of it out <laughs> cool. cool awesome and, and anything else just just when if, if new stuff pops up just go ahead and just let us know at any point we still got time to be able to jump around with it a little bit more so 
Awesome. All right, team. Um, let's keep passing the talk and stick around. Thank you again, everyone, so much. Um, a quick note just on the cloud bursting. If you're looking for more stuff about remote viewing and everything, um, again, you know, remote viewing is such a fascinating topic because it is something that was like studied and, and you know, such a big part of like the, the secret programs. Um, and I love the idea that, you know, even remote viewing and a lot of these side phenomenons were, were we've seen them making their way back into into recent culture through you know shows such as stranger things where one of the main characters was literally remote viewing and people were just like wait a second like that's more than just a show and then suddenly cia documents get released on tiktok and now everyone knows everyone knows that we're in some sort of holographic universe so again now that we know now it's kind of figuring out how to be able to navigate within it and just being able to to explore these and uh, if you're looking for a fun movie to go watch, go watch the movie Men Who Stare at Goats, uh, if you haven't yet, which again kind of tells the story about the uh, the remote viewing program. And uh, even feel free to check out some of those uh, released CIA documents related to remote viewing and so much more. So, um, so much to learn on this. Again, I'm not an expert. I'm here learning along with you. So I thank everyone again for being a part of this. And we're getting into the 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 final stretch of the show um but let's keep passing around a little bit more so who wanted to go next uh i want to pass it over to 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 joel pass it over to joel kristen are you are you jumping in tonight kristen are you looking to be able to, yeah okay cool kristen's just uh holding down the fort there so uh joel and then who wanted to go after, did rob want to go after joel and then and then kristen and then from there anybody else you guys just let me know uh when you want to go in and if anybody's heading out early thank you guys again and uh sorry david did you have your hand up there is that i wasn't sure no okay all right so let's pass it over to joel so joel thank you so much for being here and, and go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us from your perspective joel what are your thoughts on the uh spiritual wisdom of psychic phenomena and perhaps any experiences you'd like to share as well go right ahead joel welcome and just go ahead and double check your mute on that and da, 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 da. just have to click the button on there should be good and there you go you're good perfect welcome dude all right cool thank you very much greetings everyone namaste so the name's joel and um you kind of think of me as your galactic ambassador and so gonna start out with uh, the galactic signature for today and this is kind of like this mind astrology type stuff but it really encompasses everything, like literally everything. It's like uh, embedded timelessly into all aspects of reality, forward and backwards. So anyways, here's the galactic signature, which is Kin 200, yellow overtone sign. which is actually like perfect for today. It's always so synchronized with our podcasts and stuff. I am power in order to enlighten, commanding life. I seal the matrix of universal fire with the overtone tone of radiance. I am guided by the power of elegance. Okay, so... Um, not going to go too much into those, although I could pretty much talk endlessly about them. Um, it's great that uh, to segue into what Brendan was saying, because it's kind of like what I wanted to touch up upon is uh, remembering stuff about ourselves. So like we come here with this amnesia and from the human perspective, 
it's you know very easy to get caught up in the turmoil of life etc and it's like for people who aren't uh, familiar with this there are a few books uh writings channelings and stuff many of them actually that talk about reincarnation as well as past lives and uh, a few good resources which i recommend are the law of one which is like a free pdf that anyone can read online in many parts and it's an alien channeling from uh, extraterrestrials uh the people like it's a memory complex or a social consciousness known as raw and this is actually the consciousness which evolved from the planet venus and uh essentially this entity or a group of entities known as raw are like the gardeners if you would of consciousness so they've been like overseeing the cycles of the evolution of consciousness within this solar system and they talk about a bunch of things in the past like very detailed events and stuff such as the pyramids and past uh like the planet that was known as Maldek and the planet known as Mars which were actually two civilizations that were very similar to earth that actually ended in a catastrophe but uh beyond that it's just there's really good resources to learn about ourselves do they talk about psychic abilities in uh in some of those sources as well Joel can you maybe tell us a bit about that okay yeah they talk um so much about these different uh psychic abilities as well as like the reasons like behind them as well as like the sort of higher dimensional know how behind it and it's really hard to go into like detail to a specific subject but um like let's say they talk about psychic surgery and why like children can bend spoons more easily without even practice of knowing why they've done it or not um but anyways just these tools and stuff when we remember what we have done in the past perhaps through meditation or intuitive insights then it might it might bring you back to the infinite source that you are to bring you back to your purpose of what is oh, yeah um sorry to get into this stuff a little intro from before uh i've been studying this stuff with uh since about the beginning of 2018 which i knew nothing about spirituality at all before nothing about the chakras or any community or what not and it kind of just brings you to whatever your purpose might be as well as a lot of cool psychic things that may have happened um like different examples that come to mind are just like a lot of visions 
as well as different phenomenon that you really can't explain unless you experience it firsthand. Um, okay. <laughs> so we're kind of like short on time. So I'm trying to get the like most catalytic knowledge out to the people as possible. This is, and this is still like relating into what they're teaching about psychic phenomena within that. Um, essentially, I'm kind of getting away from the law of one. That's more of like an interview scribe style where there is one person who is goes into a trance and one person who is asking questions and another person who is transcribing the information. Right, and right. by the way, this was from the 1980s and they did these channelings over, uh, I believe, a couple years. And it does relate to psychic phenomena? Like, it's like there's so much psychic phenomenon in it that I can't even think, you know what I mean? Okay, cool. Just want to be able to make sure and, and keep in within the theme. And I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff that might be for another podcast as well. But go ahead, Joel. Follow through with that. Okay. Um, so essentially, with these like psychic phenomenons and powers, they're really tools for us to evolve whatever our consciousness comes here to want to be. And it's, it might seem like something that's just fun, but there is really like a big purpose to it. Like when we meditate together and we literally bring the peace to the planet amplified actually that's one thing i'm actually going to talk about from the law of one it talks about the law of doubling and now this law of doubling is very important because it applies to not only meditating but if you're kind of trying to call aliens if you would now the literally the math of it is that every person who gets added to this any type of activity or meditation doubles the effect of whatever intention or phenomenon. So let's say you're doing a meditation. If you have 10 people tuned into that meditation, it's amplifying the wave by 1,024. Now rank it up even higher. I was doing the math on this the other day. You have 30 people meditating at once. It is 2 billion times stronger than a single person meditating. Out of 31st person, it goes to 4 billion. And it's these waves of consciousness that when we put out, that really can amplify other people's psychic abilities. It's like, we lay out the groundwork and we put out the message that it's possible. And once the others know that it's possible, then it raises them to a new standard. Just like how nobody thought that the mile could be run in under a certain time. And then once one person knew that it could be possible, everybody else knew it was. And that empowerment brings all of us to a new height. And um, I guess I'll just uh, finish it on there just because um, we're evolving into this group 
consciousness called the noosphere. The Mother Earth Gaia, I think Samantha was talking earlier about this uh, type of iPhone cloud. Like it's all real and science behind it too. So, that's it. That's Let's awesome, dude. That. If anyone wants to find any more resources, uh, the law of one and uh, the law of time. Yeah, Joel, thank you, man. And 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 even just kind of, <clears throat> I just want to even just be able to chat about this because I know it's something you're really, really passionate about. Um, the the group meditations that like we do like here like within within our community and everything like that um joel is always just kind of again kind of rooting back to this knowledge is always just you know like really emphasizing it's just like these are so important these are so powerful and so again you know we don't really we we haven't we, we've kind of touched upon this but yeah you know if you're sitting there and you're meditating about a friend that's one thing but what happens when all of us are literally even going back to what cat was saying empathetically connecting with the earth with like the spirit of the earth and meditating towards the earth and sending reiki and healing energy into the earth and even just into the collective like um joel can you just kind of like hype up like how important and powerful group meditations are and side note we got one tomorrow 10 a.m eastern standard time monday to friday make sure you guys join in for those but yeah joel go at like just based on this knowledge because i really just want people to understand how us doing group meditations is us practicing building the muscles for our psychic abilities so to speak if you can just hit upon that joel cool and yeah um it's really cool because in this uh, cosmic science is what they call it. It literally, it like talks about the science of the pretty much what we do call the pre-manifest universe. And so how this ties into the meditation is that let's say tomorrow, what we will be doing at the dream tree, which we do every Friday is we, while saying the tones that are in resonance with the different chakras, we shoot our energy, which is being produced from our chakras, into this collective dream tree, which is like a collective space that we connect with together. It's a pretty legendary place, honestly. And all of this energy gets amplified out into the collective. And it's cool because in these books, it talks about literally the, how each of the chakras there's a different type of cosmic electricity that is in resonance with the different chakras. And you can think of these types of cosmic electricities as the, like the different aspects or the attributes of the chakras, like willpower and serenity and unconditional love, intuition. And so it also talks about heavily in these books, how one of the, purposes of the human is to evolve into this type of electroplasmic energy generator for the planet it's like in the solar system and the galactic perspective us humans and our chakras have the job to produce this energy that is essential for the evolution of the planet so yeah that's uh that's that that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, like it's literally in us. Like it's literally like we're we're conduits of that cosmic energy. Yeah, no, that's awesome, Joel. Joel, thank you so much, dude. Really appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to hit upon right now, or think that's enough for today? Or go ahead, or 
That's good. Just thanks. Infinite peace, love, and compassion to all. Awesome. Beautiful. Thank you, Joel. Thank you so much for jumping in. Awesome. And, uh, and, and again, for those of you who are just wondering how you can be able to connect with the creators here on this broadcast, be sure to check the show notes on YouTube 12 hours after this broadcast so you can find all the social media links. So if you're looking to be able to connect with Joel there, uh, you can find them and uh, as well as uh, on the Discord server, you can find all of our creators there as well. So let's keep moving things along here. And uh, again, I'm still going to read some of the experiences that were posted into the comments on a on TikTok and uh, Instagram when I asked you guys about your psychic phenomenon. There's quite a few there, but I'll just kind of pick through. Um, do you guys want to take a guess, use your psychic phenomenon? How many views do you think that Russell Targ video is at? Um, it's still going viral right now, man. Like it's just doing its own thing. So, um, but it's great though, because it's, it's planting the seeds. There's a bunch of people who are just like, wait, what? Remote viewing is a real thing? I want to learn more, right? There's a spark inside of us that's like curious. So um, again, at the, at the end of the day, at the end of this broadcast, this is here to be able to encourage you to think for yourself, keep doing your own research. And again, follow, follow that which inspires you. And I hope this podcast in some way just encourages you to perhaps bring in more of that curiosity, bring in more of that perception of magic into the world. What else is possible, right? We're really exploring that together as a team. All right, let's uh, check in here. Robert, did you want to go next? And then after Robert, can we pass it to Kristen? Kristen, perfect. All right. Robert, we're going to pass it over to you. Welcome back, dude. Go ahead and share a little bit about your perception of your understanding of spiritualism, psychic phenomena, and perhaps any experiences that you would like to share uh, as well. Go ahead, Robert. Welcome back. Hello, puppets. My name is Johnny Bloom. <laughs> I'm just overpouring with energy right now. After Kat <laughs> went on, she, her gypsy energy just like, overwhelmed me i used to draw gypsy the same one in high school all the time just on my folders and stuff and uh so my spiritual awakening really officially happened when i turned 19 i was born on 4990 turned 19 on 4909 <laughs> and on that birthday and that was actually after I started learning about astrology and then my, I got my first tattoos, which were Rams for Aries. And my initials are Ram, also Robert Anthony Mayhew. And my dad told me he named me like that on purpose. And <laughs> then on my birthday, like I had this experience where I just, was in my, I, <laughs> I was running away from, I had a big birthday party and then I jumped in my brother's car and his, our friend was in there and then we were chilling. And then all of a sudden we were just smoking and I was in the back seat. And when it was my turn to smoke, I just closed my eyes and they turned into the horns and I turned into just the head of the ram and me, my initials being ram and my astrology sign being a ram, I just felt like a ram god, <laughs> just like a god of my universe. And it's just crazy. Um, you know, you are where you're supposed to be, not because of anybody else. All of, you can't blame anybody for where you are, what you're experiencing. You know, you are your own god of your own universe. There's infinite universes and your friends your bed lamp 
everything around you is your moons and your stars and your planets and everything. And after I started getting into more stuff, like, um, and it started with the book, The Secret, and everybody talks about that. And they're just like, oh, The Secret. But like, they just, they just stop after that book, but they don't actually know there's more, there's an entire series. There's the secret, there's the power, there's the hero, there's the magic. <laughs> and it just goes on with information. And um, one term I started to understand that helped me understand it, the ether, everything, the matter, we're all one infinitely together. And the old story, they explained Aladdin, <laughs> The real story of Aladdin, you don't get three wishes, you get infinite wishes. Aladdin represents the universe and the universe is infinite. There's enough for anything for everybody. And just being able to tap into that and not see a difference between big and small, if it's a problem or if it's an amount of money, like people, freak out about small things or big things. They say the small things matter. Everything matters at the same level. And there's like science behind it that they talk about with your thoughts and frequencies. And they had an Olympic runner athlete hooked up to a machine and think about running the race. And then they ran the race in their head. And then when they actually ran the race, the same exact muscles that fired when they were hooked up to the machine and sitting in a chair, the same exact muscles fired at the same exact time when they ran the race, for real. <laughs> and like letting go of the fear of actually like starting to like work these muscles of psychicness. And um, one thing that really blew me away was once I get to the last book, the magic of that series and working with Mike's, everybody wants that. And gratitude, gratitude is the greatest multiplier. You can go so deep with it. And whew, I just went deeper. The rabbit hole never ends. You could be like, I'm grateful for hmm, my deodorant, Old Spice, all the money that made that, all the factories, all the families that put money on the table for their kids and the creators that did that and the farms for the milk that raised those cows and all that and it goes endless and you take that gratitude to a new level and a kid that owed me money from three years ago before that gave me money and then my mom gave me some money and I went out with the most money I ever had one day. <laughs> Johnny, what are some of your experiences with psychic phenomenon stuff? Is there any particular stories you want to share or any just general thoughts? Yeah. Um, huh. Let's see what I got here. Um, yeah, right now I'm learning a lot about my practitioner and um, my my own my own 
soul gifts and um, we're all operating in a unique way with our own soul gifts and it um, Joel he brought up the mall deck which triggered me <laughs> in something that I just learned that's part of one of the blueprints that some people are from I'm from a Mintakin blueprint and it just defines me to the T and once you learn where you are at a soul level and clear anything like that you can just the universe loves speed you gotta just keep going and things will come to you as you weave through the traffic of life like you want to get somewhere and there's red lights all the time you go to work and you're like late and you're mad at traffic you're gonna keep getting red lights <laughs> and you put your trust in the universe and use that focus and work that magic you get in green lights people are getting out of your way smoothly and like it's just uh, the energy is i'm just filled with energy right now <laughs> Um, and yeah, like learning about karma also, I had something that I learned that I wrote down for karma that, um, responsibility is the key to power while consciousness is the key to responsibility we cannot claim responsibility for creating something unless we truly know how to how we created it through choice most people think karma works along with the lines of the golden rule if you do something good then good things happen to you instead karma is an energetic mechanism the energy of your choice even if you think it's good it may have reflected a choice of obligation and you create a consequence of more obligations. You make a choice of freedom, you'll create a consequence of greater freedom. However, karma can be instantly changed simply by making a new choice. There's no karmic debt that must be paid before we change our karma. If for example, we make a choice to say no to an obligation in order to create freedom, we instantly shift our karma towards greater freedom and that's that that that's a big eye-opener to change how we think and i don't know some other psychic things like my empathic things like one of one of my old my daughter's mother that i used to be with like she used to just i used to be able to heal she always wanted me around because I was able to make her feel better and she was never in a healthy state and it was just eventually not healthy for me so I had to separate from that and like I'm not sure what kind of Claire it is but like whenever I see people crying or like something's wrong with their eyes like my eyes will instantly water up and I feel people's energies all the time and <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm very quiet at first and I, people connect with me without even 
me speaking at first. They're like, who's that guy? <laughs> um, um, you know, and oh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I any. Another experience the haunted and, house. And any. <laughs> right. Yeah. Any, any other, I don't know if you even have any, like, um, any other tips or anything related to psychic phenomena, just keeping it focused on that as we get things. Um, yeah. Closer. Um, yeah. I'm on a very high energetic frequency right now. I've, I haven't been like this naturally in forever. And it's been two months since we did that shadow work podcast. I've been in a big, big, big slump. And and it, you, you gotta go through the motions. You gotta accept pain and work through it and accept whatever comes your way and take the good out of it and work with it. And, you know, let it flow like water, you know? or else it's just gonna be building up like a dam and then you're gonna be <laughs> like the Hoover Dam overflowing an entire city. <laughs> Robert, was there, um, I mean, what, what do you think about the idea of like more people kind of just tapping into our psychic abilities? Like, is that something that like you're kind of like starting to see a little bit more of and stuff like that? I mean, it's it's exciting for all of us just to be able to be hanging out here and kind of like witness it happening. Yeah, so, yeah it's any quick great. I, I am just so grateful for this space. And you, your persona is just like 10 like the perfect 10 <laughs> like I, that's where i want to be um yeah man you're awesome and this whole community doing the group meditations and how joel says the the vibrations of group meditations is much much more powerful i've yet to do it and i i did it once i got to do it once before the pandemic hit i joined like a meet me group and did a group meditation and then the pandemic hit <laughs> in real life but even though it's online it doesn't matter like oh yeah i wrote that down too like there was pictures plants right next to each other in like australia same plants next to each other in different pots two groups of people one thinking negative thoughts one thinking positive thoughts and what do you think happened one plant didn't thrive and the other did <laughs> And, you know, meditation is really starting to flex that imagination that I've been suppressed of and bringing my dreams back. And, you know, it's better than reading a thousand books and whatever. It's... <sighs> No, it's powerful though. Absolutely. Uh, that other th the documentary I first watched when I first joined your community about the chakras and talking about the three, three or four different bodies that we have and how all seven chakras are actually like subliminally in all the Bibles and books, like seven houses, seven temples and all that. That was 
a big eye opener too. I liked that lecture mm -hmm. that you had on your Patreon page. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> cool. Awesome. Well, Johnny, thank you for sharing. Is there anything else psychic phenomena wise just to be able to hit upon? And uh, again, I know, I know for all of us here, I think uh, again, it's uh, getting close to the end of the broadcast. So I appreciate everybody. This is a, this is definitely an endurance sprint tonight. So um, yeah. But yeah, Johnny, any, any other notes related to psychic phenomena? Mm -hmm. Can always go back to it later. That's yeah. fine. So. The universe loves speed. Just watch your speed and be careful what you wish for, as everybody says, because you will get it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, totally, man. Awesome. Johnny, thank you so much, dude. Happy to be able to have you here. And uh, love the uh, the poster behind you, the, the wall drape and everything That's like that. That's my soul so, keeper. <laughs> little lion. That's so dope, man. It looks like Joel. That's what. <laughs> Somebody already said that. They're like, Joel gives out that liaring energy. So... Yeah, I swear, yeah, put them, put them like side that. by side. Yeah, <laughs> anyways, you guys are both awesome. Awesome. Johnny, thank you so much, dude. Happy to be able to have you here and, and welcome again. So awesome. Sweet. All right, team, just keeping an eye on the, on the clock here. I, I appreciate everybody hanging out here. We're going to get close to wrapping it up again. Obviously, we could talk about this and, and you can expect this to be a, a topic of conversation that we'll go back to in the future. Um, just want to be able to pass over to Kristen and then from there we're gonna I'm gonna read some of the comments on Instagram at least the ones that uh, we have time to be able to read and then we'll get into any closing comments and then at that point we'll pretty much just be finishing off with a short meditation and we'll wrap it up and then everybody over there you'll you'll go off on your ways and continue your psychic training and uh, yeah be sure to tune in if you're available for our team meditations Monday to Friday 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time if you haven't yet join our team discord server and you can make sure you're getting the links for those Kristen, I'll pass it over to you. You've been having fun talking to your live stream. I, I've been seeing that in the background and stuff like that. So Kristen, go, go ahead, introduce yourself and share all the wisdom you'd like to share on spiritual wisdom and psychic phenomena. Beautiful. Namaste, you amazing, lovely souls. I'm sending everybody here just beautiful blasts of love energy. It has been such a lovely podcast. So many amazing wisdom and stories have been shared. And I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you that has shared and um, yeah, it's, I have had a beautiful TikTok uh, chat going on. It was, I had a good laugh earlier because we were talking about Reiki and I had a bunch of Reiki workers show up on my TikTok. And then we were talking about how you can send Reiki to the earth and you can send it to past events and all this. And right as we were talking about it, Brendan mentioned sending Reiki to the earth. So just to like kind of spout off from that, it's like telepathy can happen whenever you set the intention to be open to it. You don't even necessarily have to speak it in a word. It can sometimes just be something you know. So there's a lot of things I could share, but as the time is late, and I know we have been here for a long time, I just wanna say that if you are interested in connecting with psychic abilities, learn your clair abilities, connect with your clair abilities, heighten them, figure out which one you connect best with. And then as you're working with your clear abilities and working with your psychic abilities, that is how you're going to be able to bring those forth into this realm. And one of the things I just really did want to share was personally, I have always been blessed with um, claircognience, which is just a clear knowing. And before I knew what that meant or what it was, it was, it was horrible because I 
I always knew things that were going on, but I would hurt people's feelings or I would call people out on things or, you know, I, it was, it was something that affected my life in a negative way. And so once I learned what it was and what was going on with it, I was able to turn that into a way to be able to help people. And so now I'm able to help people with my clear knowing ability with tarot or with Reiki or um, energy work in general. And so I just want to encourage you to know that if you feel overwhelmed or out of control of your, you know, psychic ability, that there is a beautiful way for you to connect with it and to turn it into a place of being able to share that love with others and be able to hold your power to be able to bring forth healing into this world. And so I just empower you to connect with your wisdom and always seek that, that learning that you're wanting and know that you have the ability to do anything you set your mind out to. And so just keep your mind open, keep your heart big. And as long as you're coming from a place of love, you're going to go far. And so I just want to encourage each and every one of you to continue on your path and know that you are just exactly where you're supposed to be right now in this now moment and appreciate your journey for what it is. And I appreciate you for where you are and um, just keep seeking the truth. So I love you all dearly. There's so much psychic wisdom we could discuss, but it has been a beautiful night. We have shared so, so much. And so I just send you all, all the love and know that there is an endless topic of psychic wisdom we could share. So if this excites you, if this conversation sparked interest in you, start having conversations with other people, go out there and look up more information, Google search words you didn't know and start talking to your family and friends and just learning more and growing more. So I love you all, namaste. Thank you for sharing beautiful spaces always. Um, I am Pinot Rising on TikTok, Instagram, and uh, I, yeah, work, working on myself over here, but I love you all. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen, for sharing as well. And, and um, I, I, again, I'm just like, it's just like, but wait, Kristen, there's more to talk about. But, but I think what you're hitting upon there just kind of, again, you know, by the time we're done this broadcast, I, I just feel like my, my paradigm of what the word psychic and what our definition of psychic is really just starting to change. Because again, I think what I'm sort of starting to lean towards with psychic is just identifying the fact that we are all already interconnected all the time. So again, you know, what we're kind of identifying as psychic phenomena is also this thing that we kind of observe, especially even within within our community, within our team, within Paradigm Shift Central, but also within a bigger conscious community of this idea of being like synchronized within themes that we're going through within lessons we may be learning or within ideas that may be kind of like sparked or something like we may find that like two people are working on two different things and yet they come together and it turns out that they're working on something similar you hear about this all the time this idea where again you know people at a distance are kind of like going through similar experiences without even knowing it and so i think again the psychic phenomenon is really just starting to open up um, this like ongoing interconnectedness that we each share and, and, and it comes through in the stories and the journeys and and again even just in the content that we're posting like that that idea of you know for for you for the person here if you're a conscious con a conscious media creator or whatever you know it's one of those moments where you put up a video and then someone synchronistically finds it 
psychically finds it and they're like oh my goodness this is exactly what i needed to hear like i couldn't have asked for something more specific but all you were doing was just being you kind of going back to what cat was saying you know like you're the messenger you're the conduit but how you connect with someone else is sometimes beyond your perception but the psychic connection between you well again it's like the the that moment of you two already connecting was what created the past it kind of like ripples into the past so you know you're just like i really feel like i need to make a video talking about xyz and then you do it but again it's like that connection that results as a fact of you making that content that was kind of the inspiration for you um, making it in the first place kind of from that reverse time theory perspective so when we really start to open it up to this idea of just like how already already synchronized we are um, I think it also really allows us to really begin showing up again as as inspirational support for one another, as healers, as messengers, as conscious creators. Really, again, you know, for, for us in our community, we really focus on building in this team of conscious media creators. And for those of you who are conscious media creators and those of you, you're all conscious media creators at this point. If you're looking for something to create one day try taking a moment to just be able to take the opportunity to be able to connect with your heart and just to be able to ask what is needed what is needed you know what is needed for today and so again i think this idea of like psychic phenomena goes back to this very simple idea of being able to listen being able to listen to your heart being able to listen to the cosmic energy that is already flowing that is flowing through you and that is you so when you can allow yourself to just kind of move into those soft gentle spaces you'll allow yourself to kind of tap into again even like the claircognizant um i love that word just kind of like this knowing and you're just like yep like I'm not even choose, like I'm choosing to follow through with my free will to listen to my intuition, but it's like, no, but this choice is actually something that's coming through the universe because this is like the will of the, of the collective that wants to be able to share some sort of message or something like that. So the synchronicity and the psychic magic is alive and well here within our community, within internet and everything. And it's happening. It's happening as we speak. People are synchronistically tuning into this broadcast or listening to the recording as we speak. It's a vibrational thing. It's a correspondence thing. It's an alignment thing. It's a manifestation thing. The idea that we're calling it psychic and, and trying to put it in a category is such a human thing. But at the end of the day, it just is like what we're using are words to be able to try and define a much bigger dynamic that again it is consciousness and consciousness exists in many forms and has many dynamics and even though we don't always see the physical aspects of it we do see the results so we may not see the physical we may not be able to measure the physical psychic phenomena but we can observe the results of it the psychic phenomena led me to be able to meet x person at y street corner and led me to be able to you know like find like the perfect house and things like that all of these little synchronicities that kind of lead us and guide us along our way um when you really start opening up to this idea the the concept of psychic phenomena it doesn't become a phenomenon anymore. It literally just becomes an everyday part of your experience. And then things can really start to go a little bit deeper. And that's where the magic just continues to ripen. And uh, yeah, and then we can really just start to listen to, to what is needed for ourselves, for the world, for the community, for the trees, for the animals, for the future, right? So feeling that future on, on many different scales. So, and really, really knowing our, our possibilities.
Uh, I'm just going to read through some of the comments here on uh, some of the social media platforms where I was asking people to be able to share their social media platform, uh, their experiences. Who else wants to be able to, after that, we'll get into like closing comments. Who else wants to be able to share something before you wrap up the broadcast, be it just closing thoughts, gratitude. Again, we didn't even really get into the popcorn style today. There was so much to talk about. Just give me a hands up if we still got something that you guys want to share. So Z and so far just Z. Okay. All right. Okay. That's, that's totally cool. And, and again, I appreciate you guys hanging out here and, and yeah, this has been an awesome, awesome time. All right. I'm going to kind of go, go through some of the comments here on uh, Instagram. I, I, some of these I haven't even read beforehand. So um, allow me to just kind of like intuitively pick and choose uh, a, a few here. Um, yeah. There's one here from a comment from Jenny Lee saying that she saw big events coming and uh, yeah, she kind of predicted a lot of like the circumstances that are happening in the world right now. Uh, Moon Soul, Moon Soul, one of our members in our community, uh, more and more, I more and more often have experiences where I feel like I'm synced up with whoever I'm interacting with and we're moving out as one and having the same thoughts simultaneously. Uh, thank you, Moon Soul. Um, New Energy, also one of our members, talking about telepathy and synchronicity and uh, da, 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 da. Uh, other people just talking about, yeah, being able to predict things. Uh, Diana says, yes happening in my sacred relationship so often i think about something and he says it i want to bring something out and he's thinking of it um angel amanda um talking about the experience earlier uh and and they said i knew the moment my grandmother died she died in her sleep she came to me to tell me she loves me and would still be with me i also know if someone close to me is in trouble no matter where they are um do, 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 do. um mm -mm -mm. Malister, I'll start with something small. I made my bottle of clone do a 360 on my dresser, closed the car door once without touching it, and caused two blackouts in my neighborhood. And when I thought of the power going back on, it did instantly. I wouldn't go into telepathy and my I won't go into the telepathy in my ESP cards. Um I uh I am I am the abyss, talking about prophetic dreams. Um Sally talking about telepathy, synchronicity. And uh, uh, JB says, I once meditated for my sister and sent her immense white love from my heart. And we weren't really talking at the time. And she texted out of the blue and said, holy crap, is that you? And just said, haha, yep, I've done it a few times in people. And I can also see things in people's eyes. Um, super, super fascinating there. So again, lots of different experiences. If you're looking for more of those, definitely just check out the posts on my TikTok or Instagram and uh, you can read some of the additional experiences that people have there. But again, you know, with the psychic phenomenon and all that stuff, it's super, super fascinating. And eventually it can become a part of just like, you know, the, the everyday experience. And and I love that idea of, you know, like te telepathy and telepathy and, and just being able to understand the vibrations we put out are something we can sense into. Um, and yeah, and again, you know, some of the most common experiences of psychic phenomena is that idea of thinking of someone and then they message you or they call you. And again, from my understanding, again, very much kind of within the deja vu concept, it's that reverse time theory where were you, did you thinking about them prompt them to message you or did them already messaging you ripple into the into the past, which prompted you to think of it. So for me, I think if, from my perspective, it makes more sense where when we have those feelings of like, huh, I wonder what this person's doing. And then they end up calling. That's literally us experiencing the, the reality of that information rippling into our field, rippling into our chakras, however you want to explain it. 
you feel it, you interpret it, you process it, you express it. And then again, that future eventually occurs and it happens. And I think, again, this is actually something where once you start to open your mind to this, you begin to realize that this is a very natural part of our human abilities where we can literally feel the future. Anyways, guys, let's get close to wrapping this up here. Thank you again so much. And uh, let's pass it over to Z. You're still awake. We'll pass it over to you. <laughs> Z, Z, go ahead. Any any uh, other thoughts or closing thoughts? Go right ahead. I was just going to say that I love the backgrounds you've been making and posting to Instagram. I don't know if you've always been doing this, but like I feel like they're getting more like psychedelic or you're holding that like crystal microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I don't know. I just started noticing it. I was like, I just wanted to express gratitude to it. I was just like, anyone who's just owning it and bringing it out in the mainstream. However, and the way you're doing it, I just really, I just really love it. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Credit credit to our buddy, Lewis Dyer. Uh, sometimes I'll use his art and add a kaleidoscope effect and it really works well, so yeah. yeah but then you're doing like the ninja, you're like, da, 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 da. we're going through a paradigm shift. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, thanks, Z, I, I, I appreciate it, I'm humbled. Um, Z, any, any closing thoughts related to psychic phenomena? Do you have, you have, have the paradigm shifted as a result of us having this discussion? Can you feel it? I just feel like there's still so much more that we don't realize we can do. And I liked, I liked what you said, which is like, what if our default programming is being psychic and we just don't even realize yeah. that that was my favorite line. <laughs> Yeah, I a hundred percent. I agree. Like once we kind of like, you're right. There's kind of two narratives where it's just like, these are extra abilities. Like these are something that don't happen normally, but it's like, or they actually happen all the time and we just turn them off and on. So that's a big paradigm shift. So again, with that, it's, it's this huge idea that, you know, we're, we're remembering, we're remembering something that is already inside of us. And this is, this is a topic, man, like I didn't even get into this, but this is a whole nother thing what we identify as psychic phenomena as actually being nature within animals. I mean, we're not in their consciousness. We don't really know, but you look at animals, there's a lot of things that they do that we would classify as psychic phenomena. Again, you know, this idea of like the, the, the parents being able to know where their children are. Again, we experience that too. Um, and even this is a fascinating thing. Uh, I've talked about this in the past broadcasts, um, but even uh, animals, like this is, this is a fascinating idea. A wolf would would literally go to sleep and astral project to be able to find its next hunt and so it would a wolf would use astral projection to be able to find where the deer were to be able to like know how to find it in order to be able to survive so that's where this idea that like this natural aspect of what we consider remote viewing psychic phenomena and everything like that is actually part of our own self-preservation so again it's this idea that when you can feel the future yeah it's great for building a career and falling in love but it could also you know help keep you safe at the same time when you can literally kind of like feel that listen to it and step out of the way of danger or be able to find that next meal uh whatever it may be so um yeah i mean maybe that's a whole <laughs> psychic animals that's a whole nother podcast right there i don't know we'll see um but yeah z anything else before we wrap it up thanks again yeah that's good for now cool awesome appreciate it wonderful all right, team, uh, with that said, let me just kind of check in. Does there anybody else here just kind of even just wants to finish off with some closing gratitude? Robert, anybody Anybody else? Even Again, just even please feel free to just kind of share some closing gratitude and then we'll get into our meditation. 
uh, as well. And even if for those of you on YouTube, please feel free to express your gratitude uh, in the comments. And, and yeah, great job today, team. I think, has this been a five-hour broadcast? I feel like it almost is. My goodness, four and a bit. Thank you, Chris. And I'm glad one of us is keeping track of this illusion we call time. Um, Robert, close, closing thoughts, passing it over to you. Go right ahead, dude. This has been a night. <laughs> um, I just wanted to add in um, a word, just one word that um, can help separate ideas. And the word is just believe. If you can believe you can do something, you break it up, you either be it or you leave it. Believe. <laughs> I like it. I, 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 I believe it. I be it. So cool. Awesome. Sweet. Robert. I, I like that little cute little word magic there. So that's awesome. Beautiful. All right, team. Let me just kind of review. Um, I'm just kind of going over my notes here. Jeez. What didn't we talk about tonight? Um, here's a little, uh, yeah. Um, more, more, there's more possible than we know. There are more skills we can develop um again being able to connect deeper with the subconscious mind that's a big part of what the the psychic abilities is about it's about being able to kind of like the information arises in what we identify as a subconscious mind so being able to kind of practice meditation and being able to connect more with those subtle energies and again those intuition feelings they will often arise within what we you can either think of it as like the subconscious mind or you can even think of it as like the higher mind so to speak um talked about parapsychology talked about intent intent can modify the experience can modify the experiments um that's incredibly incredibly important um so again if you don't think the spoon's gonna bend as a spoon bending technique maybe it won't if you don't think the thing's gonna move maybe it won't really bring it in that again kind of like that magic that childlike magic that that idea of again even just we were talking about being able to believe being able to know being able to remove the the old paradigms and open up into this this infinite possibility um going right back to what we started off at the beginning it's all consciousness consciousness is fundamental consciousness is outside of space and time so when we really understand this we begin to see that we are literally in an ocean of energy in a field of energy and it's because of this natural dynamic this is where the what we identify as psychic phenomena can naturally arise um the other thing you can think of we didn't hit upon this you can think of consciousness as a naturally um, taking form in different shapes in the same way water would take form in a, in both like a water form and air form and an ice cube form in the same way what we experience is as consciousness yes it takes form in our physical body but absolutely it takes form in other forms that may just be a little bit outside of our our perception but again this is a big thing kind of what i was talking about earlier just because you can't see the energy around you doesn't mean that you're actually not seeing it it just means you're not seeing it with your normal eyes but you're still seeing it with your third eye you're still seeing it with your chakras again you can literally think of your chakras not just as, as you know spinning discs but they're literally like eyeballs in in a sense you know if you think of it like that so again we're always being able to receive this information and then we get practice practice meditating practice kind of like slowing down we get better at interpreting and listening to that so making sure that we're not just masking it with noise and if you think about that you know the idea that we're constantly just 
just been bo- just bombarding our consciousness with with you know mobile devices and entertainment and all of these things and crappy food we're just constantly putting something between ourselves and the awareness of this subtle energy so when you begin to kind of like remove some of those things and connect with nature it really helps you practicing connecting to your awareness with the with this information so that again that's why meditation is so valuable um yeah thinking about the idea of uh you know like being inside the matrix simulation it's all energy stuff like that we'll talk more about that another time russell targ is a person you can like look up dean radin is another person who's done a lot of practice and and scientific studies into this um this is again is this the idea of what we are evolving into as humans proto-human homo luminous really tapping into our abilities um da, 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 da. went over all that went over all that um feedback loop we are the observer and what we are observing so again once you understand that all you're looking at is all you that's a very powerful thing mind sight opposed to just eyesight being able to see things within your mind's eye being able to see things with vibrations being able to see things with your entire body uh that's very powerful breathing with your entire body is a way you can kind of put think into it and again with this idea of being able to connect with our our psychic abilities um again i'm just putting the psychic in quotation marks because at this point they're in my mind they're just abilities they're just human abilities um they're not something that we i mean it's good to put it in a category so we can kind of uh understand it a bit more but again when we're naturally connecting with these these experiences again you know it's about i feel a very important and a simplified way of doing it is to be able to connect with your heart so if you're just like how do i connect with all my psychic abilities connect with your heart connect with your heart and then everything else will just naturally kind of fold on out from that experience and again this is also creating uh, the opportunity for us to be able to connect with the earth so that's why yes we're talking about psychic abilities but this is also leading us to being able to connect more with the earth and more with the needs of the earth more with the feelings of the earth where the healing can take place and also with the needs of others the feelings of others so again telepathy i love that idea and that's something you can directly experience that you can experience it with your friends your family you can experience it with people online where you're literally able to practice feeling at a distance and being able to feel that shared resonance a very very powerful idea um men who stare at goats we talked about that and uh there's a quote here from tesla life is an equation of incapable solution but it contains certain known factors so yes you can guarantee that people like tesla and even you know like einstein these were people that were quite interested in the psychic phenomenon and even though they had trouble kind of like uh, you know scientifically recording it, it it wasn't something that they completely dismissed either um we talked about the idea of being able to train these experiences like a muscle flex it like a muscle flex flex your awareness of these subtle energies like a muscle so go spend time in nature go spend time practice meditating go pre- go spend time even just kind of like rubbing your hands and feeling energy between your hands and even just moving your breath Practice doing telekinesis with different objects. Practice doing spoon bending. Practice doing cloud bursting. Practice um, blessing your water. Practice blessing your own body. Practice kind of like moving toothpicks on top of bottles and things like that. Um, Practice again, even the remote viewing, the ability to be able to see things at a distance by going into a meditative state. 
I know we didn't get fully into the details of remote viewing. I apologize if that might've been unclear for some people, but again, remote viewing is the idea. Basically you go into a meditative state. You're basically kind of like seeing things non-locally. Also with uh, remote viewing, you can actually see things through time. This is something that they experienced almost involuntarily when they were doing remote viewing practice, um, where basically someone would like see a location, but they actually saw the location like at a different time period as well. So this is where, again, you're tapping into like this, this cloud, this field of information. And uh, again, understanding that these abilities can become gifts. So what we may recognize as, you know, premonitions, and even if they're premonitions of things that, that you know, could have been challenging circumstances in our life understand that you know it's not something where that's always going to be the case but those experiences are abilities that we can begin to hone towards using and sharing as gifts to be able to help support and share others and again finishing off here with being world bridgers messengers of spirit and um, yeah really just connecting with this idea of what it means to be a multi-dimensional being within this human experience and just opening up to more of these capabilities you are an incredibly powerful, magical being. Again, going back to the idea that you are the dreamer awakening within the dream. So in the same way you can wake up within a dream and become loose in a dream and have all these awesome dope abilities, it's very much the same uh, within this reality, though obviously the density and the time elements are a little bit different. But if you can be telepathic in a dream, you can be telepathic here. If you can move objects in a dream, you can move objects here within reason and everything like that. And um, yeah, just kind of beginning to open up this this discussion and this conversation and just exploring it in a way that feels right for you. Doing intuition tests, download the ESP trainer. Um, yeah, and just beginning to bring more awareness to the, the, in, the inner worlds, connecting with your dream space, connecting with astral projection, remote viewing, if it's something you feel called to. And uh, yeah, just continuing to, to you know share your experiences with a community that's here to be able to help support it and just helping normalize a bit more of these conversations and opening up your heart and mind to, to the synchronicities and just going back to the main theme I talked about, you know, this idea of being able to feel the future, which I think is such a powerful idea. Uh, if you were to just kind of simplify it in one way, the future is rippling into the present, if that makes sense for you. And you can feel it, you can feel it through your chakras, you can feel it through your intuitive centers. When you do that, this is a big part of being able to connect with your claircognizance, your clairknowing, um, and, and again, your premonitions and your intuitions and everything like that. And eventually your intuition literally just becomes a natural part of how you navigate this world. And as you connect further with it, the objective here is you eventually get into the space where you are navigating the world with more grace and also in your ability to naturally continue to step into who you are here to be. As you continue to follow this, this is leading you to more of your dharma, your golden path. And your golden path is also one that will be of service to others. So as you continue to awaken your abilities, you're awakening other people to their abilities. And at the end of the day, it's a journey of knowing thyself, knowing thyself as consciousness, being sacred mirrors, helping others doing the same and continuing this as we collectively shift the global consciousness of the world. And that's the story that we're doing, leveling up as real world, badass spiritual superheroes and showing others how to do the same. So yeah, 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 let's do it. Cool team. All right, uh, let's just finish it off with a quick little meditation. Then we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you again to everyone who tuned in. And uh, yeah, if you guys are uh, looking to connect further, again, Discord, join on Patreon and join as a leading member, all that good stuff. We're gonna do our little meditation and then we will uh, wrap it up, so. Just taking a moment here, just be able to conclude things off, add a bookend to this, and just go ahead and get yourself comfortable. All right. 
for everybody here just go ahead take a moment don't even worry about like setting things up too mo too much just allow yourself to gently begin by closing your eyes and as you listen to my voice just begin by connecting with your breath straighten up your spine open up your chest relax your face and just begin to bring awareness to your breath really just taking a moment here and knowing that though you may not logically remember every single thing that was said during this discussion it was still something that was received it was still something that will continue to be able to slowly unpackage itself within your experiences in the weeks to come so just gently breathing here soft gentle inhales soft gentle exhales really just connecting with that soft subtle energy of the breath and as we breathe here just bring ourselves to that heart space reflecting on gratitude gratitude for yourself gratitude for the community gratitude for the wisdom shared and imagining here this group circle once again all of us sitting here and just taking a moment to be able to express your gratitude for every single person, those of us who spoke, those of us who were in the YouTube chat, those of us who are listening in the future. And just expressing your gratitude for all of us on this shared journey. And from here, we'll gently just imagine all of us just kind of gently standing up and just coming together in a group hug just to be able to wrap things up and i know we're all pretty tired at this point for those of us who have been here throughout the entire broadcast so just imagining if you choose everybody just coming together for this group hug maybe you're standing on the inside maybe you're on the outside and physically right now you can wrap your arms around yourself just give yourself a bit of a gentle soft hug and just allow yourself to in theme with tonight's topic feel a gentle sway and just add a gentle sway to your body and just imagine this group hug just kind of swaying as one organism. The psychic phenomena helping us realize how interconnected we are. That is the spiritual wisdom. Seeing our interconnectedness and living it. So just allow yourself to give a little gentle sway and as you visualize this group hug, really just kind of feeling this oneness that we share. So just go ahead and just breathe here just for a few moments. And as you breathe here, I want you to specifically just focus on connecting with the love and the energy of the team. So just do that and just kind of feel whatever it feels, feel the courage, feel the inspiration, feel the excitement, feel the compassion of the team so everybody just kind of put forth that intention right now put forth that signal while at the same time everybody here just being open to receive it so just go ahead and feel that now and focus on this psychic connection as a team beautiful just feeling this loving, calming energy. You can gently release your arms if you feel it. You can keep hugging yourself if you wish. But just taking another moment here, just to be able to send a very specific message of inspiration and gratitude to the team, to the collective. What message do you have to say to them after this conversation tonight? Something relative to the topic if you choose. Some sort of message to be able to just 
express encouragement and gratitude one or the other or both go ahead what message do you have for everyone speak it now within your heart beautiful gently from here if you're hugging yourself still you can give yourself a little bit more of a squeeze and gently release and relax and you can feel this group just slowly just releasing from this group hug and from here just keeping this gratitude and this magic in your heart feeling this connection with the team it will continue to carry with you throughout your day throughout your moments and just continue to bring more grace and inspiration courage and compassion with you on your journey sparking your spirit feeling the strength of the team shifters light guardians spiritual superheroes kicking butt and coming together gently from here thanking everyone again when you are ready slowly you can bring your awareness back to your physical body gently open wiggle your toes wiggle your fingers when you're ready gently open your eyes return your awareness to the space around you Beautiful, awesome. For those of you in the YouTube chat, go ahead, leave a comment down in the chat. What was any particular message that you had for the team? My message that I had for the team in that moment was, this is your birthright. Like literally, this is your birthright. These abilities, this is your birthright. This is a natural part of your story, so starts to stop seeing it as just something that's just like you know like extra and start seeing it as something that is fundamental how does that shift your paradigm so beautiful all right last call if anybody else here does anybody else just want to share any final closing messages of gratitude for anybody else here otherwise we are ready to go uh z are you are you want to share something or are you just saying good night you're just saying good night okay cool awesome thank you z all right team with that said, we're going to wrap it up here. So thank you again, everyone, so much. Be sure to make sure you're following us on Spotify, Paradigm Shift Radio. Go follow every single creator that was on air for tonight's broadcast through the links in the YouTube info. Thank you again to every single one of our creators. If you're watching this live, the links will be available 12 hours afterwards. Be sure to join our Discord server if you're looking to be able to connect further with the team. <clears throat> you can find the link for that in the YouTube info, as well as a link to the Patreon. And again, you can join on the Patreon at any contribution level and at the $11 level and up. You can join as a leading member and get involved with future on-air broadcasts, becoming a leading member within our community team chat, access to support you as a conscious media creator, and so much more. Please feel free to send me a direct message of gratitude on Instagram if you wish. Follow me on TikTok at Mystic Spider-Man as well. And please feel free to continue to let your friends know about what it is that we got going on here as a community. And tune in again for another broadcast. We'll be back here live Thursdays, 8 p.m. EST, 5 p.m. PST. And yeah, in conclusion, like I said, this is your birthright. So thank you for being able to help be a bridge. Thank you for awakening this ability within you. And thank you for helping shift the collective consciousness of the world as we all continue to awaken into our power and continue to, to really step up and, and choose to be the change that we wish to see. So with that said, we are going to play the outro music. And for everybody here, inviting you to join us as we gently make some noise and send some love to all the people who are tuned in tonight so for those for those of you on youtube go ahead leave those comments we didn't read your comments earlier but any message that you have for the team go ahead leave those in the chat for everybody here gently unmute your microphones make some noise and send some love thank you everyone again say good night we love you guys arr, arr, arr.
Awesome. Alright, thank you again, everyone. We love you guys so much. Until next time, keep it shifty, and we will see you in the future. Much love, peace, and wholeness. Awesome. And if you guys... Special thank you to Danny Leonardo, whose music is featured at the beginning and end of this podcast. Be sure to check out more of Danny's work in the YouTube info below. Thank you, Danny.